ni pienses que voy a pelear por él. Ni sueñes que voy a luchar por él. Yo te lo regalo. Mm. Lévatelo lejos. Mm. Él es mala suerte. Mm. Y yo no lo quiero. Mi mayor venganza uh, será... Será que te quedes con él, mi mayor venganza. <laughs> the cats was really sleeping. They was really taking a nap, bitch. Será. Será. Mm -mm. Que pasarán los años. Tú descubras su engaño. Y como un alma alpera, vivas al fin, moribunda de amor. Boom, 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 boom. Moribunda de amor. Mientras yo me río. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray. A very delightful rendition of Mi Mayor Venganza by La India. Bitch, that be a bitch. I be really blasting that shit with the windows down. Okay, I was about to say with the drop top, but I ain't got no drop top, bitch. I'm driving a CRV. But I be really, I be really going in on that song. Ooh, that song be getting me. Like, uh, such a fucking good song. She said, bitch, don't even think about the fight for you, bitch. And you think about the dream that I'm about to go fight for you, bitch. Give it up, delicious. Take them away. I love it. Like, what type of song? Like, that's such a good heartbreak song. My greatest revenge will be the fact that show ass is with him. Like, that's, I love, like, you can have him. You can have him. And honestly, my best revenge, my best work is the fact that you're going to have to live the rest of your days with that man. I will be over here living and, and eating fruit in, in luscious gardens, bitch. You... You're going to have to discover his deceit, okay? The fact that this motherfucker ain't got no soul. He don't know how to love, bitch. And I will be over here laughing. That's the best revenge I will ever have. You stay with him, bitch. La India ate that song, bitch. Mi mayor venganza, bitch. Será, bitch. Será. Bitch, she sung that song. You know she felt it deep, too. Ooh, that's such a good song. I'm really, honestly, I feel like I want to stop recording this podcast and go listen to it, like, 20 times. Do you ever listen to a song just on repeat? Like, sometimes I... So, you know how some of the girls listen to the radio, which, girl, I don't know why... And then there's some of the girls who will listen to, like, serious radio, which, again, I don't know why. But then some people will listen to a playlist. I listen to a playlist sometimes when I'm, like, working out. But more often than not, if I'm listening to music, bitch, I need to control it. And I will literally listen to, like, 
the same song 20 times in a row, like 20 times. I'm not saying like, oh, five, three, four, five times, 20 times in a row. This is one of those songs. And I kind of want to do it right now. I want to hit stop on the record button and go listen to the song and blast it. The, the cats just be, I don't know how pets do it. Because they are, Billy is knocked out. And I was just hooting and hollering in that bitch. Anyways, I want to give the girls a shout out to who rated this um, podcast five stars and five stars only. <clears throat> we have a review, not even really a review, but Gabriel last Wednesday just put the eye emoji, like looking emoji, as in bitch, where's the podcast? Um, <laughs> we also have... One from Deja. So excited for you. Wow. May God bless you on this journey, Solomon. And as your family grows, life and its stages are so incredibly beautiful, difficult, and rewarding. It's going to be extra special to see you in this new phase of your life. As someone who is going to be a 2024 bride and starting to see my mindset develop looking towards life with children in it, I'm just so happy for you. Eek. Thank you, Deja. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting because I don't, I mean, maybe you guys can also give me your opinions on this, but something about the way I'm thinking is completely different. Like my mindset has really changed a lot. So it's going to be interesting to kind of go on this journey. Cause I know a lot of you guys are also, I'm gonna get into it, but there's a lot of the girls. I feel like everybody pregnant right now. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I feel like also there's a lot of girls who are getting ready. To, there's so many people who I'll get into a bitch. But let's get back to the reviews. Um, we have one from Virgo XO. You won't you won't find this level of authentic. It cut off. It doesn't show me the rest of the title. Authenticity, maybe. Um, I'm rather new to the Solomon fan club. It's been a few years. LOL, but I love the vulnerability, realness, shameless jokes, because we all need a good laugh. You are the best we all need in our lives and get to have via your podcast and story post. I just listened to your baby announcement episode and am sobbing with genuine happiness for you. And Serena, y'all are the perfect two people to be poster children on this method of co-parenting. Serena speaks so well, it's my friend Tia, actually. Serena um, speaks, well, Tia speaks so well on how we can go into relationships hoping for the best and still be a single parent and the effects of the child. Anyhow, I hope you guys document the journey without taking away from the experience and still staying present as well. I think you will help a lot of people who haven't considered or thought of this as an as even an option. I pray for all to go as smooth as possible and you receive a healthy bundle of joy, blessings, and support you deserve throughout this journey into fatherhood. Side note, Tia sounds like Halle Bailey. Her voice sounds so angelic. Can someone say co-host vibes? But also love our private bestie time as well. LOL. Not to sound crazy, but for real, all the best from Orange County. Oh, thank you. Actually, um, Tia is from Orange County too. So that's so interesting that you mentioned that. So thank you so much for that beautiful um, letter and review. And for the 748 other people who have rated this podcast five stars and five stars only, thank you guys so much. Um, the response has been 
from last week's episode was really, really good. On one end, I expected people to be happy, but I didn't expect this many people to be happy. But on another end, I was totally flabbergasted with the onslaught of messages that I got from people who were saying they were dealing with infertility. They went through IVF. Um, they were having trouble conceiving. They're thinking about IVF. So many stories. Like it was, I would say like 60, 70% of it, which is just astronomical, which also really lets me know that, you know, because most people who listen to this podcast are women. And then on top of it, it's black and brown women. So it's like the fact that it just further reiterates my uneducated and un, you know, non-science science-backed, data-backed idea that we are very underrepresented when it comes to this field of medicine. And even talking to my cousin, she owns a surrogacy company. Um, her and this other lady, it's the only black-owned surrogacy agency on the West Coast. And she was saying, like, we just don't get viewed like we can have infertility issues. And I'm like, that is just wild. So I'm really um, humbled and thankful for you guys sharing such intimate stories with me. And the fact that you feel so obliged to and, and comfortable sharing them with me. And some of y'all were like, bitch, I didn't even share this with, you know, my best friends. So I just can't thank you guys enough for sharing that with me as well. Also, people who were like, bitch, I, you know, been trying and we can't have a child and blah, 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 blah. But it's still being like, I'm wishing and praying, um, you know, this is such a great journey and everything's good on your end and just giving me good, warm wishes despite, you know, your personal struggles. So I, when I tell you, I am beyond thankful. Um, also, y'all showed up with the sales too. Y'all put in y'all sales and your orders. So I want to say thank you so much for that too. Um, but yeah, I think this kind of, Tia and I were really contemplating like maybe we should start our own separate podcast and I think this kind of just reiterates the fact that we do need to do that because there's so many steps that I, is even new to me when it comes to um, fertility, infertility, IVF. And I'm learning as I go along. I've learned quite a bit in the last few months. And I think it would just be, it would benefit the community to also kind of, you know, have like a separate podcast, just her and I, a weekly podcast, kind of documenting, of course, our journey. But also, um, maybe taking some questions from you guys. If you have any, you know, we can, you know, we in and out these doctor's offices enough. So we can probably ask some questions. Um, yeah, I could probably have my cousin who owns a surrogacy agency. She can come on the show. Because um, I believe that there's a need for it. If anything, an educational need there's so many things that I learned. Like, girl, bitch, there's shit I learned about even myself with male infertility, which I'll definitely share later. But 
there's even things like there's so many things. I'm like, bitch, I wish I would have known that. You know what I'm saying? It made me think like also like, well, damn, like there's probably couples who can't have a kid thinking she she the problem when it's really he the problem. You know, so there's just so many opportunities to um, really kind of help our community when it comes to this. I know Tia and I are on a different journey than from what a lot of you guys have shared with me, you know, to where, you know, knock on wood, you know, everything's great. But, you know, we are healthy individuals. We are viable. We are viable candidates, you know, so our journey is going to be slightly different, but nonetheless, we still have to go through the same journey that everyone else is going through. So yeah, I kind of, I want to do that. I think probably starting a second podcast would be great. Um, let me know your, your thoughts about that. Cause I think that that would be a good idea. Um, what else do I need to talk about? I, I did that. I did the, the the um the reviews um right now there is a sale going on the free gift for the purchase sale is over but now there is a buy one get one half off sale for the collagen serum so if you want to purchase the collagen serum or you want to stock up we are fully sold out of the large bottles of the collagen serum now and i don't really foresee me restocking it this year I don't, um, just because we have a lot of holiday inventory coming. We already have the regular size bottles in stock right now. So I don't think I'm going to restock this time next. I mean, this for the re remainder of the year, I think if anything, I'll restock next year. The large bottles, the large bottles really, I know the girls love them. Clearly they sold out, but it's re it was really just kind of like a, like a not a one-off, but it was just kind of just to address like the hardcore people who love the, the collagen serum. They just bathe in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's like people who go buy La Mer and they get like the regular ounce or the regular size bottle or jar. But then there's people who love and bathe in La Mer and they get the big ass gallon jug. Well, it's like half a gallon, I think, or some shit like that. It's like, damn bitch, like yikes. Um so it was really kind of like a special one-off, but people love it. So I will get it remade, but just not this year. So if you want to stock up on the collagen serum, you still can. It is still available in stock, the regular size. But right now it is buy one, get one half off. So be sure to go to sawraybeauty.com and do that. But before we get into the show, I am going to take a quick little break. I'm going to drink this juice real quick. I need to take... A bunch of pills, um, <laughs> my fucking fertility shit right now. That takes me about 15 minutes to just chug these goddamn pills down. And then I'm going to get into the show and yeah, move right along. All right. So week recap, um, what did I do this weekend? Friday? I don't think I did anything. I don't know. I've been running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Saturday, I feel like I did some. Oh, I had um a cute... I went to my cousin Sia's um, son's... Oh, my cousin. 
he just turned two to his birthday thing on Saturday. And, but before I did, I told myself, I was like, okay, I'm not going to buy a gift until I have the time. And I only had a little bit of like a two hour window to really kind of just buy a gift. I know this sounds crazy, but so I went to Neiman's and I bought him a gift. I bought him a, um, like a suit. Cause I think any boy needs like one good suit. And it's crazy because I don't know if like the girls are the girls, the the girls, the kids are even going to church or like, do, I had to be in a, a, a suit every single Sunday. When I tell you I grew up in the church, I really did. And I posted a photo of my grandma and my cousin um, and I in front of the church a few days ago, maybe like a week ago. And I was like, bitch, I was always in a suit. So I was like, oh, it's going to be so cute if Saint has like a cute little suit for himself. So I got him a suit, um, which is really, really crazy because there's not a lot of really cute boy clothes. First off, listen. Okay. I need to calm down because this is going to get me riled up and very itchy and scratchy. There's not a lot of cute clothes for kids these days. And maybe, I, maybe I'm not seeing it. I don't know what the fuck is going on. But every time I've been trying, uh, it's been like this for two years now. I go and look for cute little things for little O, for Saint. Now I'm looking for cute little things for Nori. I'm trying to find cute little things. And because so for Nori, it's a little bit easier because girls always have like cute little shit. You know what I'm saying? But it still ain't that cute. It's still kind of like dingy. It's still giving like farm girl. It's still giving like, Jamboree, bitch. And I'm like, nothing wrong with that. But I mean, you know, if I'm your godfather, the godfather, you know, if I'm supposed to get little old dressed up for his Easter photo, you know, he needs to be in something cute. He can be in the little old Navy, you know, Target stuff from, you know, sun up to sundown, day to day type stuff, daycare type stuff. But baby, when it comes to the, the Easter shit, the Christmas shit, Thanksgiving? No, he needs to be in a little ruffle, okay? A nice little starch collar shirt, all right? Some velvet, some nice fabrics. Okay, good hardware on the buttons. The buttons need to be good. There needs to be patent leather shoe. There needs to be cute shit for the babies. And I be looking for this stuff and it's not, it's, it's nowhere to be found. And it's driving me nuts. Because you just want, like, them kids need to have cute. I have beautiful photos of me decked out. Now, I wasn't, I mean, hmm. Well, my mom did have me dress nice every day. But, you know, my mom would take me to Nordstrom for, like, and and before y'all eat me up and be like, bitch, that's. No, Norsians, they have, like, normal clothes. They got regular, regular clothes. Like, they, she would buy me, like, just regular, regular clothes. Um, But, you know, sometimes she would put me in. My mom never shopped at Target. Um, Never shopped at Walmart. Um, Honestly, damn, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, my mom really just shopped at, honestly, for me, Norsham's for her, Saks and Neiman's were her her two go to places. But for me, because I was a kid and they had a kids department that was a little bit more 
accessible. So the kids department in Neiman's and Saks was all just strictly designer, froofy, froofy shit. But Nordstrom's always had like, you know, and she would always get my shoes from Nordstrom's because they always had a really big shoe department for, um, for kids. But I'm trying to think where else does she shop at for me? Damn. I really, um, hmm. You know what? No, there was a store in, um, and I think it, no, I don't think it's there no more. It was in Grossmont Center called, it was a spinoff or like a whatever of Toys R Us called Kids R Us. So you would, so we would go there too and buy clothes. It'll be like Levi's, Osh, Bagash type shit, like just normal kids clothes. So that's where all the kids stuff was. So she would go there or in between Norsons for me. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. But when it came to like, um, you know, church clothes, when it came to Easter, holiday clothes, photo shoot clothes, she would, you know, of course, give me like, put me in the nicest, most beautiful things possible. So here I am with that notion like, oh, yeah, like those those um, those options are going to be available. Bitch, they're not. Bitch, I walked into ne Neiman's first off there ain't nothing over there so don't even go you go on a website and there ain't no sh there's nothing there i mean it's like a versace shirt but it's like you don't want your child in like a designer you know what i'm saying like where is the cute dressy uppy clothes you know what i'm saying y'all know what i'm talking about and they ain't got it bitch they got them kids looking like they work in the farm mm -hmm. no for like them kids be looking like they work in the farm like this is this is outdoor play clothes and I be and you be walking up to the people who work there talking about some, oh, it's Easter. Where the cute little Easter short sets for the boys? You know, like where's all the cute little Easter stuff? Because every Easter they would come and you would see all the pastels, all the cute little frilly frilly stuff, the little linens, and like just the really beautiful the matching hats with the matching little socks and the, you know, all that shit. Bitch, they were like, um, they don't even know what it is. They just like, oh, what about this? Bitch, denim. Denim? This child got to go to church and then, and then take a photo and then, and then take photos with the Easter bunny in denim, get out of here. And it's not to shade nobody who do denim. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I hope I'm not offending nobody, but what I'm trying to differentiate is denim and like all the farm clothes. <laughs> now me calling it farm clothes. No, but you know what I'm saying. But I don't know what they're called. Like they're called like just day-to-day -day clothes, like day-to-day -day clothes, like play clothes. All that's fine, but what I'm talking about specifically is holiday formal wear. That's probably how I should word it. Holiday formal wear for toddler girls and toddler boys. Where is it? Where is it, Greg? Because I don't see it. And the girls be like, oh, you got to look online, you got to look online. And you can find some things online, but it's, like, really hard to find. And, you know, all that shit is outsourced, and you be taking, like, 40 fucking months to get. And by that time, your child's already in college. So it's like, girl, what is the point? So I'm just having an internal spiral because I'm like, all right, it's really no shade. I'm not trying to throw none of my babies under the bus, but they ain't my babies. I mean, they are my babies, but they're not my baby, if that makes sense. Um... So it's like, all right, I'm going to get little old 
the best of the best that I can find. I'm going to get Saint the best of the best that I can find. I'm going to get Nori the best of the best that I can find. But I'm also internally spiraling because it's not what I personally want. You know what I'm saying? So I know what I would want for my child. So I'm like, God damn, if I'm already getting a taste of what these, these, these selections is given, I'm like starting to spot. I'm actually having a slight internal spiral. Where I'm like, well, now what am I? What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to get? What, what am I supposed to put on my child? What is it? What What are they supposed to wear? Nothing. Denim. Farm. Absolutely not. No. So I'm like, just hyperventilating. Like, bitch, do I need to find a way to just start? Finding someone to make their clothes for, like, just, I'm literally just talking about the 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 baby photo photos. You know what I'm saying? Like the the holiday photos, the ones you send to the to the grandmas and aunties and uncles and you know the family and the ones you put in your house. Now, of course, you know the grandmamas and all them. They love the little regular candid photos, but you need to have some holiday photos for your child. And you need to do it at a at an early age. Now, bitch, don't be trying to have no little middle school photo of your your child, you know, who already growing titties, bitch. And he already got fucking facial hair talking about some, oh, this is they dressed up for the No, bitch. I mean, we'll take it. We love it, but we don't care at that point. Everybody, all the grandmas, all they want the baby photo, the baby formal photo for the holidays. Maybe y'all's don't, mine's do. We need the baby pretty photo. Where is it? How are we supposed to achieve this with farm clothes? Bridge overall? Over overalls? If you don't get out of my face. Corduroy, get out of my face, please. Yeah, I just, who do I got to call? Do I need to call Moses and tell him to come down here and figure this shit out? Abraham, somebody needed, because clearly God and Jesus are busy, because how do I get it? I need those items. So now I'm internally spiraling, so clearly, and bitch, so I found this really cute um, suit for Saint, but girl, uh, then I found there was two different um, like dress shirts, like formal dress shirts to go with the suit. It was a white one, a blue one, and a pattern one, so I think I bought the blue one for him even though now I'm like kind of looking back and white would have been even cuter because there's nothing better than a baby in white uh, don't get me started I'm not going down that path moving right along um because bitch I can really go on a 45 minute tangent on a baby in all white I'm not doing it not doing it another time another place so i ended up buying him that but they ain't had no shoes for the baby they ain't had no belt they ain't had no bow tie no nothing they were just like this is all we got i said you mean to tell me y'all telling these kids they gotta go to church and go get dressed up in a suit and y'all y'all ain't got no 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 bow tie they just supposed to be walking around with just the the top button and where are the bow tie where is the cufflinks where are the 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 dress socks the shoes is supposed to match the belt. Where are the where are the belongings? Neiman's. Unacceptable. But nonetheless, I um, 
you know, I got the thing and I told her, I said, all right, great. So what I'm going to need is this to be steamed and then packaged in a gift bag and I mean a gift box. And she was like, oh, okay. You want, you want it steamed? I said, literally what just came out of my mouth? Yes. I mean, I didn't tell her that, but I was in my mind. I'm like, I literally, literally actually 3.5 seconds ago, literally just said I need it to be steamed. So why am I reiterating this? That's neither here nor there. But yes, I need it to be steamed and I need it in a gift box. And I was feeling bad instantly because I'm like, damn, she don't want to go steam the damn thing. I said, well, let's call down to tailoring and have somebody do it. Or I can help you steam it. She said, no, no, no. That just means I'll have to do it and I'll just have to go downstairs and it's going to take me a while, but I'll be back up. I said, okay. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, it's not like I pulled this request out of my ass. But, I mean, this sounds like I'm being so obnoxious. But if you're giving a gift and then, you know, parts of, it's a suit. It's not like it's a t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? Steam the goddamn suit. This is literally like anytime you buy some, like, even if I bought a fucking t-shirt and I need, I'm like, bitch, I'm gonna go wear it right now. They will go steam it. There's times when, like, I've bought things, and I remember one time, hmm, where what? It was. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was downstairs in the same store in the men's department. I found this Versace shirt, and one of the buttons was coming off. So she was like, let me go downstairs I'm to tailoring. I'm going to steam it, and I'm going to have them sew on the button, blah, 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 blah. And then that was it. I mean, it's... Not a crazy request. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, that's neither here nor there. So while she was downstairs steaming the damn suit for Saint, I was perusing the aisles, okay? I was perusing the um the racks. And bitch, now I ain't got no business buying no shit. There ain't no baby here. We ain't even pregnant. We haven't even snatched out one motherfucking egg, bitch. We haven't done shit. Okay. And we won't for like another month. But I ain't got no business buying no nothing. I really ain't got no business buying pretty much damn near anything at this point right now. But I was like, let me just go look through. Bitch, I went to the Ralph Lauren section and it had the cutest little onesies. Let me paint the picture. <laughs> I There was a onesie that was all velvet with a starched um, poplin collar rounded and ribbed. And on the goddamn collar itself, on one end was a hand embroidered, well, maybe not hand embroidered, probably like by... But it was embroidered teeny little mushroom. And the other one was an embroidered teeny little fox. I had to buy it. I had to buy it. Then the other one that they had was a onesie. Um, same thing. But the whole, bo- the whole body of it was little embroidered little animals. Like teeny little. Um, like a robin. A fox. A mushroom. I think one had a, another one was a leaf. All throughout the the body of the onesie, and I was like, I have to buy it just because it's cute, and I just feel like I'm not buying unnecessary bullshit. You know, I'm not gonna be buying dumb shit like you know farm clothes 
because then I, I could buy the farm clothes later, you know? Um, not me calling it farm clothes. I got to figure out what it's really called. But you know what I'm like, day-to-day -day shit. So I'm not going to be buying farm clothes. But if I run across things that are unique and pretty and nice fabrics and one-off, like not one-offs, but like really pretty stuff, I'm going to buy it. Because I was thinking, I was looking at that thing, especially the one that was, it's like all beige and it has like a nice white collar and it had like the little embroidery things. I said, this would be a cute thing to go to like a Thanksgiving dinner. You know what I'm saying? To where, you know, if you go to Thanksgiving, it's just y'all just hanging out at the house, you know, but you want to put your baby in something nice, something not just farm clothes. You want to put them in like something cute. So I was like, let me get these two things just speak in case, he, you know, they would have a little something in case there's like a dinner or like a little, you know, something cute. So I'm not putting the baby in farm clothes all day long. I'm in a world of trouble. I already know it. I already know it. I already know it's just going to it's just going to get worse from here on out. It's not going to get better. It does not get better. I know the girls, the LGBTQ community and the, the groups and the suicide girls be telling y'all it gets better. It gets better. Well, in this case, it will not. It will get worse. It will get worse. Because I'm really trying I'm trying to tell myself. I'm going to put my baby in farm clothes. Like, I just, like, this is just, and I know I will. I know I will. Because I know I'm going to be tired. And I'm going to be ran motherfucking ragged. And I'm not going to be giving a fuck. Ain't, ain't nobody going to be in the damn house but me and them. And I'm not going to give a fuck about no shit but some damn farm clothes. But if it's, like, a Thanksgiving or, like, a holiday or, like, you know what I'm saying? No farm clothes, okay? No farm clothes. So needless to say, I bought those two little items and they are the cutest little thing. But I promise I'm not I'm not buying nothing else. I'm not like buying nothing. But and I will only buy things unless I see it and it is, I'm just there. I'm not going to purposely go to these stores and look for them. I'm not going to purposely shop online for things. No, seriously, I won't. But if I'm looking for things for someone else and I happen to see something that I personally want, I'm snatching her up. Yep. And then a part of me is like, damn, bitch, that's kind of, I spent a lot of money on a damn onesie. How stupid is that? I could have made this. But, um, yeah, that's kind of what I did on Saturday. <laughs> um, oh, also on Saturday, so my cousin is also getting ready to do IVF. And I was like, damn, bitch, work. And so it was kind of interesting. Like, I didn't talk too much, but like, you know, I kind of was a little bit more reserved, but it was just interesting to be like, damn, like, we're all kind of getting older. Like, we're all kind of like, no, I don't want to say at a, like, we're all in a different age now. Like, you know, like, we're just, I don't want to say like the next generation, but like, I don't know how to put it in our family, but it was, the dynamic is definitely different and it definitely has shifted from like just being kids and just shooting shit and being like, bitch, let's go pop open a bottle of wine. Let's go kiki. Now it's like different. Like we're, 
like the conversations are different, but whatever, that's neither here nor there. But while we was having this conversation, one of the ladies who had the little playground, um, we had like a little soft playground area for Saint and the babies. And so she, the lady who owns the business came and with her team and her crew to kind of break down the play pens and like the all the play shit for the kids. And right before she left, she said, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to intrude, but I was listening to your conversation. And I want to let you know that there is tons of books about um, IVF. And so I'm like, oh, okay, cool, bitch. I'm not going to read them. But, you know, I'm like, work. But she was like, I was like, what are you talking? She was like, like children's books. I said, oh, I get it. She was like, yeah, there's now so many great books for kids to know about like how they got here, blah, blah, blah. She said, because I know those those conversations will be difficult. And I'm like, hmm. And the, on the way home, I got to thinking like, I don't imagine a conversation like that being difficult on my end. I don't. I remember when I told my parents what I was doing, I sat them down and my mom didn't have one question for me, none. But my dad, I mean, you know, just financial questions and just, you know, dad questions. But then he was like, well, how are you going to explain this to the child when they get older? I said, well, I'm not going to explain it when they get older. I'm going to explain it to them since day one. They're going to know. They're going to know everything. And he was like, okay. And he, he understood it because that's how my mom spoke to me. My mom never, growing up, my mom never, first off, my mom never talked to me like no child. I've said this before on the podcast. She never talked to me like I was a baby. Definitely she gave me enough information that I can handle for my age. But she was like, all right, you're adopted. Your mom's in jail. Your dad went to prison. Your dad went to prison for rape. We can't, like, we're moving out of the house because um, the house is now foreclosed. We're do you know, it's, she never was like, all right, so we're just going to move temporarily to a new home. Dad's away. He's on vacation. He's on a work trip. No, she was like, girl, he went to jail. Okay. <laughs> very matter of fact. And I think kids are very intuitive, first and foremost, but also... I think I think I would have had a harder time later on in life if my mom sat me down at an older age and was like, all right, let me explain some shit to you. Because I would have been like, well, Heffa, why was you hiding this shit from me before? You know what? I would have felt maybe a slight in my trust with her. But my mom never held no shit with me. She was like, girl, this is what it is. And... And I was like, all right, girl, let's go on. Let's, where are we about to go? Chili's, TGI Fridays, bitch. Uh, you know, like, can we get a sampler platter, please? With the potato skins. Ooh, the extra cider ranch. Uh, no, extra cider marinara for the uh, mozzarella sticks, please. Thanks. You know, like, that's that was my, and plus it made her my bond with my mom that much stronger because I knew I can talk to her about anything. And she was going to shoot it like a, a straight shooter with me. She was going to be like, all right, boom, this is what it is. I remember one time, like, <laughs> it was funny because I was telling my friend Grant about this and I was like, 
because you know you're young you kind of don't really know how to understand certain things i remember i was like maybe seven years old six or seven years old and i'm in my grandma's house right and my grandma had one two three four bedrooms so she had her bedroom but she had two bedrooms for the girls and then one bedroom for the boys and so i would always just stay in the boy room um, mind you, nobody lives there no more. Like everybody grew up or whatever, but these were the old boys, the, the boys rooms. So I would just, you know, whenever I go there, that's where I would sleep. And I remember one time I was in there and I was crying in the room, like crying, like a boo hooing. My mom walked in. She was like, why are you crying? What is going on? And I was like, don't laugh, bitch. But I was like, mom, I think I have AIDS. And so she was like... <laughs> See, I told you not to laugh. But I was like, Mom, I think I have AIDS. <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about? So for me, I, I knew I was gay. I just didn't know how to verbalize it. I didn't know what gay meant. I didn't really, I just knew I was different. I just, I don't know how to put it. Even now, I still don't know how to verbalize it. But. I just remember as a kid, it was even harder. And then I think just imagery on television was just always depicting gay men as people who had AIDS at the time. So I just thought like, oh, well, bitch, if I'm gay or like if I'm like that, then, oh, my God, I got AIDS. So my I don't know if I never asked her this, but I don't know if she kind of assumed this is what we were talking about or what I was trying to understand. But she was like, all right. So we have had you tested. You, I mean, I'm sure she didn't, but like she was just very matter of fact. She was like, well, you know, every time we go to the hospital and they pull your blood or whatever, they test you for all sorts of stuff. So there is a test for people who have AIDS and it doesn't, like she just talked to me like in a very medical way of talking. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, I ain't got no AIDS. Well, I'm going to go see my cousin. Bye. Like, she that's just how she spoke to me and i just know the way she was just straightforward with me allowed me to trust her and i always knew if i can cry and be fearful like oh my god i think i have aids which is ridiculous you know if i can trust her enough to like come clean with that you know, like that's, it's because she's, she's given me that, that space and she gives me a straight answer all the time. And yeah, I, I don't, I'm not going to hide anything from my child. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, mm -mm, it's going to be like your dad's gay. Okay. So there's that. Um, you know, I'm just going to say it like it is like we did everything through a lab um, I don't I mean, I don't know, like, I'm sure I'll figure it out when I, when it's time to cross that bridge. But one thing I know for certain is I'm not going to be lying. I'm not going to be, I'm going to just say it like the fuck it is. And I know kids can understand things. They are more, I think, more easily able to understand, um, blended families, different families, a new normal, as opposed to people who are later on in the game, you know? Um, I totally understood my mom was not my biological mom. And I totally was like 100% fine with it. I was like, all right, cool. So when now? When are we going to Chili's, bitch? So.
you know? But yeah, so the lady, um, she was like, yeah, there's so many books in case you need. And I'm sure I'll probably buy books like that. And But I don't know. I just don't, I just don't see myself as someone who is like, all right, well, we got to sit you down. We have have this. It's not like there's a fucking death in the family. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's not like I'm trying to teach you like, okay, dad has cancer. He got three months to live, bitch. It's not that deep. Like, I don't think it's that deep. Maybe it's deep for y'all. It ain't deep for me. Which is another kind of really reiterates when Tia and I were in that um, doctor's office and he was like, oh, you need to, you know, and it's, you need to use somebody else's eggs. And it's like, absolutely the fuck not. Like, y'all's way of viewing family is completely different the way how we view family. So I don't, I'm very comfortable with what I'm doing. And that may be not the same over there yonder with you, white man. But over here, we good. But yeah, she was really sweet. I think she was like Hispanic. And she she was like, I'm actually going through IVF at this moment. And she said, I can't have children and then neither can like my, she can't carry the child, I think she said. And she, her husband's sperm, something's wrong with it. It's like a, um, he has like chromosomal abnormalities. So the, the chance of them finding one good sperm, I think is like 2% because the rest of them have so many abnormalities. So she, it's just really a fucking uphill battle for her. And so she was like, but we're doing it right now. We're doing, going to go through Mexico. And, um, as a matter of fact, my best friend is going to be my surrogate. And she was saying how like her best friend has like two uteruses or some shit. I was like, damn, bitch, this is. She was giving us the full tea, which I appreciate. I appreciate when people just be like, bitch, let me tell you what my booty hole look like. I'm I'm all for it. I know some people be like, bitch, that's TMI. I'm not a bad. I'm not. I don't shy away from shit like that. I'm like, bitch, let's talk about your booty hole. You know what I'm saying? Let's just. You don't have to show me, but you can vis- if you can verbalize it, I'm down for it. I ain't th- I don't need to see it. I ain't get- trying to get that deep, but I don't mind talking about uteruses and your period and all your infertility issues. That sounds divine to me. Let's talk because all you're doing is opening it up. One, I'm sure it feels good to kind of get that off your chest for one, but two. It's like, that's how you learn from like different people's experiences and figuring out, you know, maybe what worked for them or you get a referral for this person. It's just, I think the conversations of infertility, the hush, hush, hushness of it all, it just does a detriment to ourselves and it doesn't really do that much good. I totally understand the idea of wanting to be hush, hush. You know, and honestly, for the first time, like I said last week, I said, this was the first time I was like, bitch, I don't even know if I'm going to talk about this for, for a while. But I was like, you know what? If it helps other people, if it gives people a little bit of strength, if it makes people feel more confident or, you know, let's say somebody's over here been like, damn, me and my husband have been trying to have a kid for a long time. Make that nigga go get a fucking semen analysis. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's what you need to do with it. That's the cheaper option. Figure that shit out first. That's the fixable option. You know, like there's so many things and it just, it's about like talking and being open. 
So she sh did share that with us. And it was just really nice to kind of, I just, it's wild because in the last seven days since that episode, first off, one of the highest listened shows, and it hasn't even been seven days, which is crazy. But the thing is, since then, so many people, I mean, I'm really kind of floored. There's even people like very close to me, like family, who were like, I didn't know they went through IVF. I was like, oh, well, damn. <laughs> okay. You know what it's, you know what's crazy? It's like, I be feeling like sometimes I'm really the girl. Like, okay, wait, boom. So wait, no, listen. I be really fucking feeling like the girl in my family because granted, I'm sure that there was other gay folks in my family, but I was really the number one bitch. I was really the only bitch in my family to be a homosexual. Okay, I was the only bitch who had the confidence and, you know, the wherewithal bitch to really just give it off. And now everybody want to be gay. I'm like, oh, where was y'all? Where was y'all when I needed you the most? You know what I mean? Where was y'all? I don't know. Where were y'all? Okay. Well, I was over here fitting for my motherfucking life as a teenager. Just kidding. Um... No, but it's just so interesting how, like, the minute I say something or share, which is clearly just reiterates what I just got finished saying, the minute I share my truth, the minute I open up, because I am such a fucking open book, that's when everyone's like, oh, girl, me too. And there's, like, this sigh of relief of, like, people sharing that info with me, which is fabulous. But it just further reiterates, like... Sometimes you just got to get it off your chest. And even though I was really fucking nervous about sharing this information so soon, I just knew, I was like, I know it's going to help somebody. It's going to, it's going to do more for somebody else than it will for me. And it hasn't even been a week. And girl, I was about to say chaos. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? So many people are like, bitch, me too. Or I'm having trouble with infertility. Or we've had like X amount of our fourth miscarriage with IVF and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, damn, bitch. It's just, it's nice to, you know, hear these stories. Um, um, what else? Well, I yeah, you know, I feel like I do need to start a separate podcast just for something like this, because I know some of y'all be like, bitch, we don't want to hear nothing about no shit like this no more. Bitch, let's get back to the regular scheduled program, honey. So, yeah, I think I'm going to start pretty soon a second podcast with Tia. Um, yeah, so let's get into other areas of the show and move them right along. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. All right, so since you guys really do love the T TMZ corner, let's go to TMZ and let's type it in. Okay. Oh. Britney Spears split with husband, headed for divorce. Oh, my Lord. Britney and her husband, Sam Asgari, have separated after a nuclear argument that involves allegations of cheating. 
TMZ has learned. Sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ about a week ago, Sam confronted Brittany over rumors she stepped out on him. Oh, Lord. We do not know if the rumors has any bias in, in fact, but we're told Sam believed it and the two had a huge fight. Or sources say Sam has moved out of their house and is now living in a place of his own. As one source put it, it's only a matter of time before Sam files for divorce. Damn. TMZ broke the story that there's been deep trouble with the couple's unions for months. Sam wasn't helping at the house much, and we're told Brittany has gotten physical with him in blowout fights that include frequent screaming matches. As we reported, Brittany has a prenup which protects her assets, but one insider tells TMZ the likely end to the marriage will be a check from Brittany to Sam that will settle things at least financially. Well, work, Sam. You did it well, because... I mean... Can we talk? Let's just talk real quick. Um... <clears throat> I was really the girl telling y'all Sam was in on this as a, there's an ulterior motive with Sam. So because hear me out, he started off wanting to be an actor. Fabulous. We love that. Um, and bitch, you know what? I was gonna make a really inappropriate joke, but I know the girls are struggling right now with that writer strike, so let me not. Um so it's like, girl, I'm just I'm just trying to keep it funky. I could be 1,000% wrong and tell me if I'm wrong. Because if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if I'm lying, I'm flying. Let me tell you something. Ain't no man or woman. Ain't nobody trying to deal with crazy. Ain't nobody trying to deal with, not not voluntarily deal with crazy. Now, I could see if they was married and, you know, they've been married for five, six, seven, eleven thousand 11,000 years or whatever. Cool. Then all of a sudden your ass start getting a little crazy and a little loony, getting off your meds. All right. I could handle you spinning around doing parrots in the motherfucking living room while I'm over here trying to just scroll through Instagram and post me a selfie. I can understand that. But if I went into this relationship with you doing that weird shit, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm not, there's no, I mean, unless there was, um, so let me put it this way. And I said this before on the podcast. If Britney Spears was a regular, regular white woman, okay, regular, regular white woman with no coins, no access, no resources, you think that man was going to put up with crazy? I'll wait. Absolutely not. Great idea. Wrong person. Ain't nobody going to deal with that shit. So, of course, he was in on it for the money. As he should. Like, get out of here. So, this is not, this is, doesn't surprise me. And honestly, the fact that, like, would Britney be somebody who's cheating? I mean, there's been consistent reports since, really, she was dating Justin that she's someone who just be cheating. Which... It's neither here nor there. I really don't give a fuck about cheating. Y'all know how I feel about cheating. I really don't care. But do I think Britney is physical with him? Yeah. Britney is off her fucking rocker, bitch. 
And I love Britney down to the ground. I love Britney down to the ground. But she is off her motherfucking rocker. And she seems crazy. When she was, when she hit, when um, old boy's security guard hit her in Vegas, I don't even think I really talked about that with y'all. But you can see her screaming in the corner afterwards. See, this is what's wrong with America or whatever, some shit. She sound like a weird one of those weird Trumplicans, those weirdos who just be screaming, just, she seems off her rocker. Britney need to be on a med. And listen, I know the girls and the Britney fans be like, oh, 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 I didn't know you was a doctor, Solomon. Oh, I didn't know you went to school for being a doctor. I don't, bitch, I don't need to be going to no motherfucking med school to understand that lady ain't okay. Y'all are crazy if you think that lady is okay. She's the furthest thing from okay. That lady need help. She need a 30-day supply. She do. She need to go to betterhelp.com. Okay, and I'm actually not trying to be funny. Like, for real. She need to go to betterhelp.com. Use somebody's motherfucking podcast promo code so she can talk to a licensed therapist. Okay? Then she need to go and find herself a psychiatrist. And the psychiatrist needs to work with the psychologist. And all three and all two of them bitches need to work with the primary care doctor. And she might need a live-at-home nurse or somebody. I don't know what you call them things. But she might need to... All of them need to be on and making sure this lady is taking some sort of medication. Because you're not, you're not convincing me that somebody's going to be able to just pop that damn camera up in the living room, and she just twirling and 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 twirling. Bitch, are you tired? Your brain has to hurt. Because all I see is your brain swiveling in your, your skull. That, that cannot be good for your, your vertigo or your equilibrium. That can't. And it can't be good for your ankles considering you done broke them every other motherfucking six months. Every fucking six months, it's always done broke the damn ankle, done broke the damn fucking kneecap. Yeah, lady, because you need to sit your ass down. Now, that's, but see, that's, see, I ain't trying to get too deep on it. But it's like, when you see behavior like that, you need to be like, sis, we need to figure something out. We need some cognitive therapy for sure. Get that going. And if the cognitive therapy ain't working out, we need to find a psychiatrist. And we need to start working on finding a way to dial in some meds. Because there ain't nothing wrong with being on meds. The girls is on meds all day long. Sometimes you need meds to, you know, get your shit together. To be able to focus. To be able to get your job done. To, you know, be able to be a, a great participant in society. So you're not walking around in fucking Vegas running up to people and getting slapped in the face and screaming, this is what's wrong with America. No, bitch, you ran up on somebody and got done up. That's not okay. Like, in what world? You know what I'm saying? You were the biggest pop star in the world, and you got to witness, you were right adjacent to NSYNC and them and Backstreet. So you already know pandemonium. So what made you think in your whole entire grown-ass life it was okay for you to run up on some random person with their back to you and then get mad because somebody didn't deck you in your throat? They literally just, like, swatted you off to protect their client. Get out of here, girl. You need to be on some meds. But 
I know the girls don't like to hear it because they feel like, what is it called? Um, what's the thing called when you, um, not ableist. I think it's called ableist. Ableist? You're being ableist or no, maybe, or you're shaming mental health or whatever. I'm not. I'm advocating for a bitch. You just can't hear the motherfucking message. Y'all over here talk all y'all talk all damn day from sunup to motherfucking sundown talking about mental health, mental health, mental health, mental health, mental health. Then you see this lady spinning on motherfucking Instagram. You're like, yes, serve queen. No, bitch. Mental health her ass. It ain't no serve queen, no yes queen, no yes slay bitch. No, she need to get her ass up in a goddamn loony loony bin. An insane asylum and get on a pill. She might need a little Lexapro. She might need a, 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 a Ativan. She might need a Seroquel. She might need a little a, a, a compound, bitch. Y'all know what a compound is? That's when they make it themselves in the back. The, the pharmacist compounds it in the back. She might need a special order, and that's okay. But that behavior is crazy. Now, yes, she deserves to have autonomy around her own body. She deserves to just do whatever the fuck she want to do and live her motherfucking life without nobody controlling her finances and everything else. But I feel something is not right with that lady and she needs some help. And you're not going to sit in front of my motherfucking face as me about to be 37 years, years old uh, living on this motherfucking earth and tell me Sam Asgari didn't see an opportunity and, and went in and swooped. That man, girl, if it wasn't for money, he would not be dealing with crazy. I don't know anybody who's going to be able to deal with some crazy for free. Now, I know some people who deal with some crazy for a little coinesia. They will, people deal with a lot for a little coinesia. The girls walk in front of punches. To, to, to make sure that they, they marry to money. They will run into some punches, okay? And be like, mm, well, bills are paid. So you mean to tell me he didn't see this opportunity? Get out of here. I love when the girls be like, no, you never know, bitch. Get out of here. How, I didn't fall out of my mama's coochie um, last night. Okay. Get out of here. That man saw an opportunity and jumped on it. And I'm sure he probably just waited and dealt with the bullshit and watching this lady spin throughout the motherfucking house 23 hours a day, sleeping one hour a day. <laughs> I need to stop. Because <laughs> I don't know what's going on in that house. <laughs> but you mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure he knew, okay, I signed a prenup. I'm sure that there was a stipulation, you know, like most prenups, sometimes they'd be like, all right, I just got to be in this bitch for 24 months, you know? And, you know, a lot of them prenups are, you know, escalated, meaning are like they incremented to where like, bitch, you get more money the longer you stay, you know, bloom, 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 bloom. She he, he was probably like, bitch, I hit my little, I hit, I hit my little goal, bitch. That's enough money I need. I don't need no more money. This is, I can flip this. I already got the resource. You, Bitch, you mean to tell me that man didn't lay up in Britney Spears' house? And so, so listen, let me tell you, because y'all don't be liking to hear. But when he up in that house and she's over here bouncing around like the motherfucking Tasmanian devil, 
in the goddamn house. Okay? Speedy Gonzalez. She over here just doom, 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 bouncing around like a fucking ping pong. Boom, 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 boom. Off the walls, bitch. You mean to tell me him, cool and calm as a motherfucking cucumber, you mean to tell me he not rummaging through her shit, finding ways to just find the resources? Listen, I know this man is smart. I know this man is smart. Because it he started off as a personal trainer, found his way into her heart, got married to the lady, and soon then started securing acting roles. You mean to tell me he, he wasn't talking to agents and be like, all right, well, she know this person. You mean to tell me he wasn't trying to find a way? Get out of here. That's all, that's smart and what you should be doing. But while she over here bouncing around the walls like a motherfucking ping pong, you know, I'm sure he was probably rummaging through drawers and trying to get in contacts and trying to figure out, you know, how he could find an exit plan. You And, you know, there's things that you deal with when you're young that you don't be dealing with when you get older. And this man is in his 20s, I think. Hold on. Let me see how old this man is. Sam as Gari. Bitch, he's 29 years old. This man is 29 years old. Listen, when you are young and you in your 20s, you deal with a lot of bullshit. You can have somebody screaming in the house, waking you up in the middle of the goddamn night because they don't know where the Pop-Tarts are, okay? Bitch, you can have, you can deal with a lot of shit. When you get older, you don't be wanting to deal with no bullshit. You trying to live in your house and have peace. I'm trying to be in my motherfucking house and have peace and motherfucking quiet. I don't want no drama. I don't want no mess. But when you're younger, you don't mind dealing with it. He's at that age where he don't mind, you know, you know, if, if, if what I'm about to walk out with this is a few million dollars, um, um, a couple acting gigs and an agent, I can handle that as most people would. But I know it was going to run thin with him because I know when you get older, you'd be like, bitch. Mm -mm. And he probably now is in a circle where he's now you know, running into models or really beautiful women flaunting himself at him because he's definitely attractive, you know, and he's probably like, bitch, I can really get anybody. I have, he probably already feeling his own little puss to where now he like, oh, bitch, I got my own little coins now, bitch. I got my own little whip. Okay. This whip is in my name. It ain't in Britney's name. It's in my name, bitch. He probably feeling it. As he should. And he probably like, bitch, I'm over this shit. Get me out of this lady's house. So I saw it coming, bitch. So. <sighs> Brittany, Brittany, Brittany. She has a um, memoir coming out. And bitch, let me tell you, I'm going to read it. I think it comes out next month. Let me see. Um, Brittany Spears book date. Um... For fall, oh, October 24th. Okay. Bitch, I'm, I'm reading it. Oh, honey, I am reading it. And I better get some good stuff, Brittany, because I'm, I'm going to be pissed. Because I'll send that shit right on back to Amazon. Think I won't. If I flip, if I flip three pages deep and you ain't giving me no good shit, Brittany, it's going to go, I'm going to go right on Amazon.com. And tell Jeff Bezos, go ahead and run me that, that return slip. I'm going to drop that bitch right on over at Ross or Whole Foods or the UPS store. I think I won't. 
Brittany, give me what I need and quit playing games. You better, you don't do what Mariah did and, and pussyfoot around some shit. Lay it flat. Lay it, lay it deep. Okay? So, I'm going to read the thing, but I'm, I'm letting you know, I will definitely be emailing Jeff Bezos and be like, bitch, Jeff, run me my motherfucking coins, bitch. I, don't, I got a baby to pay for, child. I got a baby to pay for. Let me tell you something. Now that I'm on the cusp of possibly being a father, oh, bitch. And I'm the sole provider, oh, bitch. Everything, I'm not playing the games with my money. Mm-mm. I was at a restaurant, they were over here. Oh, it's gonna be an extra um 50 cent for this. What? Bitch, if you don't go run into that kitchen and go put, put put that condiment in that thing, I'm not giving you 50 cents for shit. Because all you're about to make me do is never come here again, first and foremost. And two, bring my own motherfucking condiments to the damn restaurant. 50 cents my ass. Great idea, wrong person. I got a child to pay for. Anyways, moving right along. All right, let's see what another... Let's do one more TMZ. Um, okay, let's see. Um, okay, okay. Joaquin Valente. I don't know who that is. Moving right along. Um, Tan Mom Patricia. I don't know who that is. Moving right along. Um, WWE Legend Tammy Sitch. I don't know who that is. Moving right along. Um, Nene Leakes sued over Swag Boutique store. You owe us rent. Uh-oh. Nene Leakes is being taken to court over her shop, Swag Boutique. Her former landlord said she owes a bunch of dough in unpaid rent. According to the docs obtained by TMZ, Nene's being sued by her landlord at Sugarloaf Mills, the shopping center where her women's clothing store once stood. The landlord says Leeks first signed a lease agreement back in 2017 and then extended it for another year in 2021. However, the landlord claims she vacated in January 2022 when the term ended, but never paid off the balance of the $22,900 owed under the lease. The landlord allegedly sent Nini a letter last month telling her to pay up to avoid any legal woes, but says she never ponied up the money. So now Nini is being dragged to court and the landlord wants damages to cover the back plus its attorney's fees. For those unaware, the Real Housewives of Atlanta Star's swag boutique store shut down in 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic, and it reportedly wasn't long after finally reopening that she began holding, quote, going out of business sales at her multiple locations. We've reached out to Nini's rep for comment. So far, no word back. I mean, this is believable. I mean, if it's a lease, I'm sure... You know, she probably got out of the lease sooner rather than later. I think, yeah. Um, interesting. I don't think I would ever really look at Linithia as someone, as a beacon of style or fashion um, or anything of beauty per se. But work, you know, congrats. I mean, I'm sure people definitely do seek 
block out those things for her and see her as um, a purveyor of style and beauty. Um, I myself am struggling to find a way of seeing it. But um, yeah, I hope everything works out for the landlord and her and they can kind of come and meet in the middle. I'm sure it's probably just like whoever is dishing out funds um, and paying things for her. Maybe this was an overlook. I can't imagine it being an overlook because it's like, bitch, if you get out of a lease beforehand, you got to figure out how to get out of the lease. And if not, you just have to pay the remaining of the lease. You know what I'm saying? Like, really weird. Anyways, um, moving right along. All right, let's do one more. Let's see what else we got going on. Let's see what else. Um, Bengal star Jamar Chase. Don't know who that is. Moving right along. Um, Rachel Levis, don't know who that is, moving right along. Um, Matador, violently gored an ass in bullfight, miraculously okay. Damn, that's crazy. Um, let's do, let's keep going until we find a good one. The killer is booed for calling Russian father their brother. I don't really care, moving right along. Um, Rachel Levis, did we just talk about this bitch? Move right along. Mmm. Blindside star Quinton Aaron, Quinton Aaron. Sandra better keep her Oscar. She has nothing to do with other drama. Wait, what? Quinton Aaron, the man who played Michael Ower in The Blindside, is furious with those clamoring for Sandra Bullock to lose her Oscar over the new Oher drama, telling TMZ Sports the actress has absolutely nothing to do with any of it. What? The cry for Bullock to be stripped of the Award gained steam on X on Tuesday with a bunch of users on the app saying following O'Hara's claim that Lee and Tuo lied to him and exploited him. The woman who played her in The Blind Sight should now face punishment. Girl, what is going on? Let me just read this. As crazy as the opinions sound, the cries grew louder and louder throughout the day. But Aaron told us, what is going on? I keep seeing something like this that popped up. Um, hold on. I think it was a, was it a lie? Let me see. Oh, let me just read this. Okay. Blindside inspo Michael Ower, the Tuies never adopted me. It was a conservatorship, bitch. Shocking allegations. Hold on. Let me get comfortable so I can read this. It look good, bitch. Mm, mm, mm. Make sure I'm recording. All right. Shocking allegations from Michael Ower, the former offense lineman, says the family who took him in helped him become, become an NFL star and was later portrayed in the hit movie The Blind Side, lied to him, never adopted him, and screwed him out of potentially millions of dollars. The ex-Baltimore Ravens tackle spelled out the eyebrow-raising claims in a petition filed in Shelby County, Tennessee, on Monday, alleging Sean and Leanne exploited him for their own benefit after realizing he was a gullible young man with athletic talent. Ooh, bitch. Others say he initially got involved with the two... Toeys during the summer following his junior year of high school. 
after he claimed a broken social system in Tennessee left him homeless and in need of aid. Um, and the dog says, what this got to do with Sandra? No, sir. What the fuck this got to do? I don't get it. Girl, get out of here. Well, sorry to that man. Um, that sucks and stuff. And definitely the real lady needs to rot in hell, bitch. And both of them need to get beat up. But, bitch, what the fuck this got to do with Sandra? You better leave my good white sis the fuck out of this. Y'all better leave my good white sistren out of this. Now, I, listen, I, you know I hate it when y'all got me on this podcast defending white folks. But you gonna leave my good Sandra out of it. You gonna leave Sandra out of my shit. You gonna leave my, who's my other good sis? What's that bitch name? Reese Witherspoon? I love them white women. Ooh, I love them white women. Ooh, I love me a Sandra Bullock and a damn Reese Witherspoon. Who's another white bitch I love? Um, Sandra, who's the other white? Meryl Streep. But see, see, it's different with Meryl Streep. It's not the same love I got like Reese and, and Sandra. They just seem like, like I would want them in my house and I would want to like key key with them. Like I feel like I could just, those are my, you better leave fucking Sandra alone. And I'm really getting tired of the internet, bitch. Y'all need to stop trying to take shit away from the girls. She acted her ass off. And quite frankly, Sandra needed her motherfucking Oscar long before the blind side. But that's neither here nor there. You're going to leave my good sister Sandra the fuck alone. And y'all need to leave people a fuck alone. Stop trying to cancel the girls. Stop trying to like, just because you live a miserable life, bitch, and you want to go play in traffic every five to ten minutes, that's on you. This ain't got nothing to do with... You think, you think Sandra did a private investigation on that bitch and found out it was all a fraud? No. Sandra, her, her agent was like, girl, we got this, this thing, this script. They think we, that you'd be good at it. Do you want to go in and do a little audition or do you want me to call them and say no, just offer you the role? And she was like, bitch, I'm not auditioning for shit. Tell them to give me the role or no. And that's it. And she showed up on set, did her gig and went home. Sandra wasn't over here talking about, let me do a private investigation. Let me look at all the court documents. And Bitch, get out of here. Go home. Shut the fuck up. Y'all would have thought she done raped the girls. She was over here, you know, shoving bananas in people's booty holes and shit. You would have thought Sandra was doing that. And then it will be like, oh, girl, Sandra, give us back the Oscar. And it's really no shade. I don't really give a fuck. No, no type of way. But even if y'all was like, bitch. Did they take that Oscar away from, uh, what's his name, Will Smith? I don't even give a fuck. But I could even see somebody be like, well, girl, this is the Academy, and you was wilding out in the in front of the Academy members. So I could see them being like, well, bitch, take the Oscar away. But Sandra, she didn't do shit. Shut the hell up and go to hell. I'm on a good one today, bitch. Don't get me started. I'm not in the mood. Shut the hell up and go to hell. Leave Sandra alone. Justice for Sandra. Free Sandra. Free Sandra. Leave my good sister alone. Damn, I want to go listen to, um, watch. What's it called? The, not the blind side. What's Burr Box? You know, they started a new Burr Box. There's a, a, a sequel or something in Barcelona. Bitch, my dumbass started watching it so excited. I was like, ooh, it's going to be new some more. Um, it's going to be the sequel to Burr Box. I love Burr Box, bitch. Bitch, 30 minutes into the thing, it's talk, they still talking Spanish. I'm like, bitch, 
Is this in Spanish? <laughs> Click out. Mind you, I totally understand. I just don't. I need to be in the mental capability and like comfortability to be like, all right, I'm gonna have to watch something in Spanish, especially Spanish, Spanish, where they got them lisp and stuff and all that vosotros, bitch. I'm not trying to decipher all your shit. Um, leave Sandra the fuck alone. Yeah, leave my good sister alone. Speaking of, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know. You know, I don't be paying attention. Okay. Now, don't eat me up, okay? Do not eat me up, please. Just under no, just know I am under not a lot of stress, but I am manhandling a lot of things right now. There's a lot of things in the pipeline. There's a lot on my table, and every hour of my life is occupied. I don't have the luxury nor much of a privilege to really just sit and just digest anything that is not work. And I'm okay with that. I'm not complaining. I'm not like, woe is me. I don't want your sympathy. Nothing. I signed up for this. And I know once I get out of the woods with this, I will be in a better space. I will be in, um, I will be able to take some time off. I'm literally working my ass off because my goal is to one, when my son or daughter is here, I'm going to be able to take some time off. And I'm talking about a good chunk where I'll still work, but I'm going to find, I'm trying to find a way to facilitate growing my business and growing everything and still doing the cookbook and still doing all the things I said I'm going to do and having it ran seamlessly but until then, I'm just building out that infrastructure. So when I tell you I've really, I hate when I say I've been busy, I've been really fucking busy. I just don't know. Bitch, I don't know what be going on in the internet. I went to my cousin's birthday thing on Saturday. And, you know, it's like my first time kind of talking to people outside of like a business realm. And they're like, bitch, Maui is on fire. I said, bitch, I had no idea. But that's how I'm so not in the loop of things. I don't be knowing, bitch, unless I literally, honestly, if unless I literally did this fucking podcast and did the TMZ thing and read right now, I would have never known nothing about no Sandra Bullock, bitch. I wouldn't. But what I think I did hear about is the thing that was going on with Lizzo. And uh, first off, I think it's goofy because the little bit that I know and I could be have misinformation, but that just sounds like a woman who is running her business and you're not going to run into people are not going to be nice. You're not going to be nice every single day. And I think a lot of times when people deal with celebrities, they have this expectation of how they're going to be all day long. And sometimes when you're running a business, you're not always hi how are you let me eat your ass you know what i'm saying it's you're not just so warm and bubbly you're like oh hi here's a million dollars oh my god here are some flowers like you're not giving that off today i had this huge delivery for stuff for like shipping and stuff and you know i mean i was courteous but then you know i was just he called me and he was screaming in the phone hello was this solomon i said who is this <laughs> He said, we have a, a delivery for you right outside. I said, oh, okay. But I answered that phone crazy. I said, who is this? And why are you yelling at my phone like this? But you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not always the most warm and friendly. 
if that, and I hate saying that, but I do recognize myself. A lot of times I'm not. I had a business meeting an hour before I got on this mic and I was talking to my, um, the person, one of the advisors that I'm working with. And even me, I, I was like, am I being a little too harsh? But I basically flat out told him, I said, I don't know how I'm, I was like, I'm having a hard time justifying how I'm giving you X amount of money when you didn't build this business. And I was like, when it came out of my mouth, I said, Ooh, but he got it. He understood it. And he was like, let me show you, let me show you, let me figure it out. Let me, let me iron things out. I will do this for you. I will do. I said, yeah, because quite frankly, I'm the one who built my business from the ground up. So for you to come in midway and take a good chunk of it, it's absolutely not something I'm okay with. And you need to show me what you're doing for me. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I was like, I was like, I'm not, I don't have the time and the luxury to entertain all these people. That's you. I don't want to talk to people all goddamn day and try to vet them out, see if they got motherfucking money or not. That is your job. That is what you're supposed to be doing. I don't have time. Like I was just, you know, having a little moment, but the thing is with Lizzo, if you're like, I, I, the, what I'm hearing is it just seems like a woman who's running her own business are also, it's not about just running your own business, but you are your own brand. And so you're trying to, even though you might have help, you're trying to navigate and make sure the people who are doing the, their jobs are doing their job. And so a lot of times you're not this nice bubbly person all day long. Yeah, when you meet fans, you're nice and bubbly, but sometimes in the work environment, you're not always nice. And I think right we're in this area now where the girls be like, I'm supposed to come to work and my boss is supposed to love me and and woo 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 me and pet me and and just be really gentle with me. Bitch, sometimes it ain't like that. And that's why y'all bitches be in your motherfucking feelings most of the time. And quitting jobs every fucking three months and can't hold down employment because you want to walk into an environment where everybody kissing your motherfucking ass and tiptoeing around. So we got shit we got to do. We got a business to run. And that's how it be. It ain't always nice. Sometimes you got to just rough it out and get shit done. And then at the end, be like, all right, bitch, let's go to dinner. All right, bitch, let's go to happy hour. And then you let your bra out and let, take your wig off. You know what I'm saying? And get loose with it. Fine. But a lot of times in these work environments, especially high stressful things like entertainment, everybody ain't, you know, like some people, it's not just, hi, good morning. Hello. I mean, when I work with people, I make it my business to give people my undivided attention. I make it my business to make sure I know their names. I'm nice to them. I make sure everyone is taken care of. That's just me. That's not like that with everybody. And that's okay. You shouldn't expect that. So some of the things I was hearing with Lizzo, I'm like, girl, that's just like a somebody just wanting to complain and the girls is just being fucking sensitive and just need to fucking get, get a spine and man the fuck up. Which is another thing. If you think, let me tell you something. Uh, the girls love to be like, oh, I want to be in the entertainment industry. I want this. Bitch, half y'all bitches can barely go to work and talk to your coworkers crazy. Uh, have your coworker um, ignore you in the hallway. Y'all can't even handle that. Y'all can't handle nothing in the entertainment industry. The way y'all so finicky and so um, um, baby-backed, bitch. Y'all some baby backs, okay? Y'all got some baby backs. Y'all can't survive. 
And every day I just be logging in and it be like more people like complaining about work. Girl, get out of here. Just roll over and die, bitch. <laughs> I'm a fucking menace. Not roll over and die. But the one thing that did not seem oh, was weird to me was I think that there was a report and I could be completely wrong. I do not remember these verbatim, but I guess, I guess there was like a banana and I guess one person is alleging in the lawsuit that Lizzo made her eat the banana out of a stripper's vagina. Listen, hold on. Let me get some juice. Let me tell you something. Leave Lizzo alone. And I, I'm, okay. And I know we are in an era of Me Too. We are in Believe the Victims and all that other stuff. I love that. And great. But let me tell you something. If you ever, and I mean fucking ever, find yourself eating a goddamn banana out of somebody's vagina, ain't nobody made you do that, baby. Ain't no, unless there's somebody putting a fucking gun to your head. All right, cool. If you are being, um, if somebody is assaulting you and making you do some wild shit like that. All right, cool. But there is no way you are going to sit in front of my motherfucking face and tell me your employer Lizzo made you do that. Now I could see if she, you know, um, grabbed your titty or slapped your butt or made inappropriate jokes and made you feel uncomfortable. Bitch, ain't nobody making you eat vagina. I don't know what's wrong with y'all today, but bitch, you're not going to sit in front of me and lie in front of my motherfucking face and say somebody was making me eat vagina. Bitch, how? How? You're going to have to... You're going to... It, bitch... You're going to really have to spell it out for me. It's going to have to be a 45-minute story for you to explain to me and for me to believe you that you were like, oh, yeah, let me eat this fruit out of somebody's vagina, and I don't want to do it. If I was in a group setting, and it don't even got to be a friend of mine. It could be a goddamn stranger. And I was in front of somebody and somebody had a fucking b a banana up their pussy. And I see this lady yelling at this other lady, you better go eat it. You better go eat it. And she over here like, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm going to step in and be like, bitch, leave her alone. She don't want to eat that pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think no one's going to look at that and be like, uh -huh. I don't give a fuck if you are. Lizzo, I don't give a fuck if you, I don't care who, what type of celebrity you are. Ain't nobody going to look, look at that and be like, oh, this lady don't want to do it. Leave her alone. I'm just not convinced. I'm not convinced. No one's going to be like, oh, damn, she don't want to do it. Let me just let her go ahead and do it. And I think it's very reasonable for somebody to be like, um, if, like, if you're doing, like, truth or dare and be like, oh, bitch, kiss her on the lips or, you know, like a little peck. Like, oh, I don't really want to, but fine. I can see that. But eating vagina, bitch, get out of here. Y'all be, y'all be lying. I'm sorry. I hate to, y'all were lying. That's a, that's a lie, Maury. 
Y'all are lying. There's never a day somebody gonna make me eat nobody's motherfucking vagina. Because who are you? Bitch, you don't, what you eat don't make me shit, bitch. And you're not paying me enough to do damn near nothing else. If I don't want to do something, I'm not doing it. So, girl, get out of here with that shit. Like, y'all need to, like, I don't know what it is. I need to probably go to therapy. I Clearly, I also need to, like, read up on some parenting books. Because I'll be good and goddamn if I raise a child who don't know how to fucking say no. Hell no. You want me to eat vagina? Oh, I know that's a lie. I know that's a lie. No, bitch. Let me tell you what really fucking happened. You was on drugs. First and foremost, let's just make a motherfucking plane. You was on drugs. You was over here doing too much. You got a little messy. And then probably, you know, the, the opportunity presented itself to you. And you probably overheard Lizzo say, oh, girl, you should eat her, her, eat her pussy. And you probably were like, oh, let me eat the pussy. And you woke up the next day and felt some type of way. Ain't nobody coerced you, bitch. Now, unless... Unless Lizzo is over here choking you out and throwing mollies and GHB and some other shit down your motherfucking throat or injecting you with shit. All right. That's a different story. But bitch, no. Uh-uh. You gotta you gotta play them games with somebody else. You gotta you gotta run them stories with somebody else. It's not gonna be over here with Solomon. And that's why it's thank God, Wendy, that I ain't on nobody's motherfucking jury. You cannot pick me because I'm gonna sit there dead in your face and be like, girl, well. No can do, Kippy. We're done. Mm-mm. That bitch didn't do it. Y'all need to be real with yourselves, please. Y'all need to be motherfucking real with yourselves. Because let me tell you, bitch, if that happened to me and I was on drugs and I woke up the next day like, damn, I can't believe I did X, Y, and Z. You know what? I wouldn't feel no trap. I'm like, well, bitch, I was doing too much. Moving right along. And you live and you motherfucking learn. You don't think I woke up the next day and be like, damn, bitch, I did too much. Or maybe I shouldn't have done that. You live and you fucking learn. But ain't nobody was coercing me. And so, get out of here eating pussy. Get, girl, if you don't go on someplace with that, who moving right along. All right, so if you want to write into the show, ooh, damn, bitch, we got a lot of letters, bitch. Oh, my Lord. Okay, well, if you want to write into the show, send it in to ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com. All right, where do we begin? Wow. Um, wow, there's so many messages. Okay, let me go through the congratulations ones real quick. Ooh, that's a long one, too. Okay, um, wow, I don't know how to do this. Okay, I'm just going to just read a, a few, and I'll probably read some throughout the next um, episodes. We have one from Julie. She says, congratulations, Solomon. I wanted to write in to congratulate you on your journey to become a parent. I knew something was up when you were injecting something into your abdomen on Snapchat, but I just never suspected that this is what you were planning for. You're always up to something wild. <laughs> Damn. I was so very shocked when your podcast came out. I only read the title and my heart sank. 
I was still sink. It was still sinking in before I listened to your podcast. But when I tell you I boohooed as soon as I heard Tia's voice, babe, I really cried. It was finally then when I could see your vision. Tia has been on your podcast before, and I was always so impressed with her. She seemed like a smart, confident, wise, beautiful person and mother. As soon as I heard her voice, I truly heard the mother of your child. I don't think you have chosen a better person to bring a baby into this world with. She truly, She's truly just like you, an amazing person. This child is already so loved and lucky to have you two as parents. I don't really believe in God like that, but please know that I am praying for you every day and sending warm light and love to you, your future child, Tia, and Tia's other children, all of your all of you, your new family. I lastly, thank you so much for sharing this journey with us. I think this is going to shed light on the use of IVF treatment by non-traditional family units who are Black. I believe this will truly help people. We love you so very much. Best wishes, Julie. Thank you, Julie. Thank you so much for that. Um, we also have one from Diana. So Solomon, not you being gay... <laughs> I hate how y'all be starting these up. Solomon, dot, dot, dot. Not you being gay and pulling the finest baby mama. These men could never. Congratulations, boo. Thank you, Diana. <laughs> Let me see if there's another one. Um, let's see. Um, oh, there's some. Somebody sent me Celia Cruz pics. Uh, oh, there's a bitch. What is this? Um, there is a, ooh, ooh, this is long, long. Okay, let me get into this letter. It looks good. It says, fuck them kids. Um, so thank you guys so much for those nice wishes. I've been also getting a lot of messages on my social media and, you know, I'm really bad at replying on there, but I've been working at, I'm, I've been, I, I feel like I've been doing a good job. I've been really replying back. So thank you guys for those warm wishes. Again, if you want to write into the show, send it into ask at the Solomon This week, let's get into this letter, um, titled fuck them kids. Let me put my glasses on. Okay. I mean, damn, it's hot. I turned the AC off because I was recording, but bitch, let me turn the AC back on because, ooh, I'm sweating like a prostitute in church. Hold on, let me turn the AC on. Um, Click bedroom. Bitch, not the bedroom, the downstairs. Living room. Sorry. This app allows me to, okay, turn cool. Damn, it's 74 degrees in here. Okay, if you hear the AC going on, it's because I'm hot. Um, is it recording? Okay. Fuck them kids. Hi, Solomon. I was just listening to one of your old podcasts where you talked about two things that I currently have beef with. One, children. And two, people acting like they got money. Let me explain. So I have a cousin who works in healthcare, and according to her, she makes a shit ton of money. She has a husband and two kids under five. Her husband stays at home with the kids. They don't pay for a mortgage because they're living in their old family home that they are currently renovating. A few months ago, she had asked if her and her family can stay with my boyfriend and I in our one-bedroom apartment for a few days. Wait, a few months ago, she asked if her and her family can stay with my boyfriend and I in our one-bedroom apartment. Lord, 
for a few days. They were on vacation at, wait. Okay, they were on vacation and needed a place to stay before heading to different theme parks. They were also moving some of their stuff from where they used to live to the home they live in now. So she asked my boyfriend to help them pack and take their moving boxes to a moving company that is 20 minutes away from our apartment. We usually don't mind letting our friends and family stay with us. We have an air mattress that we set up in the living room. But also, when people do ask, it's usually only one or two bodies. Honestly, I was just worried about them being uncomfortable because of how small our apartment is and we don't have AC since we live near the beach in California. I told my cousin and she said it was fine. Fast forward to the day they stay with us. I do not take any of the days off from work because she said they have things to do while they're here. Okay. My boyfriend is self-employed, so he helped them with whatever they needed. Getting a rental car, packing moving boxes, going with them to the moving company. My boyfriend knows the company very well, so that's why she asked if he could come with them. When I got home from work that day, they were still out. Girl, when I stepped into my apartment, it was a mess, and it reeked of sweaty socks. I immediately opened all the windows, cleaned the couch, bedding, and toys up. At, ooh, added carpet cleaner and vacuum everywhere, lit two candles, and sprayed essential oils into the air. Maybe it's just me, but I just cannot come home to something like that. And it's crazy how they know I'm a freak about being neat and clean. I don't know. Maybe they were in a rush. Later, they come home, and the kids needed the needed the bathroom her son goes to the bathroom with the door open stands on my squatty potty and this motherfucker completely missed the toilet and pisses on the floor while laughing and making eye contact with me his mom tells him to get off and she cleans up his piss on the floor with toilet paper oh my god i was about to punch that gremlin in the throat they left again later and cleaned and i cleaned and sanitized the entire bathroom Throughout the two days he stayed with us, I felt very overstimulated around those gremlins. They were so loud. We had to keep reminding them to use their inside voices because we live right next to our apartment manager, and she's an old-ass grumpy lady. They kept running around and touching everything. Her daughter kept crying over the littlest thing, which I understand they can't control their emotions yet, but goddamn, the sharpness in her cries made me want to gouge my eyeballs out. <laughs> On their last night, my cousin expressed how stressed she was with having to move their stuff. She was just finding out that they could have added more of their items for the same price. So she was mad she didn't take advantage of that. I asked her how much it was, and she said her job was paying for it, and she said, and oh, and she paid, paid for it, and she, wait, what? She said her job was paying for it, and if she paid for it herself, it was only $2,000, which she said she makes in a few days. In my head, I'm thinking like, what the fuck? So, <laughs> no, seriously, me too. So you make that much in a few days, but can't get a fucking hotel for two damn days with your gremlin ass kids. And then I changed the subject and asked where they wanted to get dinner. And she asked me, suggested for me to cook. I flat out said, oh, hell no. I was not about to cook in my small ass apartment with these Tasmanian devils running around. So we went to dinner and when it came time to pay, I offered to pay because I technically, I was the one who didn't want to stay home and cook. But at the same time, I was thinking this bitch should pay because she's staying with us for free. Yeah. 
she didn't say anything or do the whole do the whole back and forth thing that people do when you pay so whatever i paid for it that same night at 10 p.m her kids want cookies so she said okay let's go get cookies ask your dad the kids asked their dad and he says no because it's late so then she has the audacity to ask ask your auntie to bake you cookies bitch before those gremlins could ask, I turned around and said, no, like, what the fuck? Bitch, I get up to, for work at 4.30 a.m. And you want me to bake cookies for your kids at 10 p.m.? Try again, Linda. Anyways, thank God they left while I was at work that, the next day. Even just typing about the whole thing is making me so annoyed. I just wanted to share my beef, but also wanted to know if you think I was overreacting. As part of me feels bad because she's my cousin. They're just kids. But damn, it just sucks before that. I always thought I wanted kids, but after this experience, I don't know if I want them anymore. I know in the past you said you didn't want kids, so what do you think changed for you? Sorry for so long. I just need to get this off my chest. I also just want to say that I love your personality and I find comfort in this podcast. Thank you for doing what you do and being you. Love, fuck them kids, and fuck you too. Well, girl, let me go get this... Um, chocolate chip cookie bitch i just got a chocolate chip cookie delivered to me from panera it was only a two dollars and 35 cents hold on it's over here no because if you order the cookies later on in the day they always discount them all the bakery stuff they discount because they gotta you know i guess get rid of it anyways i'm gonna take a little bite real quick Ooh, it's nice and moist and crisp mm. Mm. Okay, hold on. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Hold on, one more bite. Mm, mm, mm. Ooh. Divine, hold on. Mm. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, hold on. Well, damn it, let me just finish this real quick. Um. Ooh. Mm. So, yeah, you were talking about some damn cookies. And I said, bitch, I got me a cookie on that that counter. Mm. Hold on, it's one more bite. I am promise you. It's so tacky I'm doing this. Um. Okay. Hold on. Big mouthful. <clears throat> Okay, I'm so sorry. That's so gross. Um, so my thing is, I don't understand if you make all this damn, hold on, bitch. You don't pay no rent. Your company's paying for all this moving. You make all this damn money. You need to, you, you don't need to be, listen. Let's go to everybody who's listening. Okay. If you got a family and it's a lot of y'all i can see if it's you and you're single and you want to ask your sister bitch can i come over cool but if you got a whole family if they don't have room for you do not ask no i'm serious you don't this is so horrible you do not if you have you your your husband boyfriend or whoever and your three kids or wh whatever, it's too many of y'all to be asking to be staying at somebody's one-bedroom apartment who already got two people living in that bitch. It's, you don't do that. 
Now, yes, family's going to be family. And I know good and goddamn well, if my family needs to stay with me, they can. I don't care if my house was big, small, whatever. If you need to stay with me, cool. But if you got the means to find your ass a hotel for a couple of days, that's what you need to do. Because you want to know why? You have like you have to do that for you and your family. That's part that's part of that's part of the gig, babe. That's part of the gig. You that's part of that's part of it. And what type of man gon 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 let his wife, I don't know if you said husband or I don't know. I don't really give a fuck actually. Um my cousin who works in healthcare, um her husband how the fuck you gonna let your wife and how many kids? Hold on. With the kids. Uh, two kids. Two kids. Okay. How you gonna let your wife and two kids go stay up in somebody else's one bedroom apartment? Girl. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I don't want to be rude. I'm trying to, like, be a nice person lately. I'm really trying to change my image and just be nice and stuff and just sweet as and humble and just nice but men are they be they be some weird men now they be some weird men now men don't do that I, i'm sorry i'm sure that's your your brother-in-law and i'm not trying to eat his ass up men don't do that you do not take your wife and your two kids and have them sleeping on no air mattress and i'm sure your air mattress is lovely Okay, because let me tell you something. I got me one upstairs, too. And if my sister come over to the house, she's going to sleep on her air mattress. Okay, because I ain't got no bed yet. But when I lived in New York, I had a two bedroom, but one of the bedrooms was a different. It wasn't a place to sleep. It was full of shit in there. But my sister slept in the, the my living room with an air mattress. So I'm not I'm not knocking the air mattress, but you don't let your wife sleep on no motherfucking air mattress with two kids and your grown ass. In nobody's one bedroom apartment. Get out of here. Now I can see if y'all in between homes or in a shelter or you ain't got no place to stay. But bitch, if you working and you working in healthcare and you making all this buku money allegedly and your company is paying for half this shit and you don't gotta pay no motherfucking rent and you have the money to renovate shit, bitch, then you ain't got no you don't got no business in my house. But let me tell you that. That's one thing. But if you come into my motherfucking house and I open up my house to you, and this is the shit that really pisses me off. Aside from men don't knowing how to be men no more and taking care and providing, that's already one thing. But two, people don't got no motherfucking decorum and like know what it's like to be a guest in someone's fucking home. First off, you don't be tearing up nobody's home. First and foremost, you don't pee on no motherfucking floor. You make sure your kids is well-behaved and sat the fuck down. That's it. So, on top of it, if someone's coming over and they ain't paying you one red cent to stay in your home, it don't matter if it's family, it don't matter if it's your mama, it don't matter who it is. You... If you are a guest in that person's house, you bring something. You bring a bottle of wine. You bring a fucking cake. Something. You got all them damn kids running around this motherfucking house, peeing on the floor. You pay for the food. How dare you open up your and fix your lips to say, why don't you cook for me? Bitch, this is not a, this is not a, a bed and breakfast. This is not the Hilton. 
Okay? It's it, this. We don't do that over here. You are coming here for free. You are, because you're here for free under my roof, it is expected of you to, all right, I'm staying at my sister. Let me pay for dinner today. We are, let's, we going to go to Pat and Oscar's, get, get, get the wings and the breadsticks and a side salad and a big ass thing of juice. And we're going to put all the food out on the, on the thing, have the kids sit at the table. That's what we going to do. That's what you're supposed to do. You don't tell me, bitch, get in this kitchen and, and feed my kids. If you don't hit the road, Jack. Girl. What is wrong with people? It's, and I feel like, I don't know if it's people ain't, you know what's crazy? So, my aunt, I mean, yeah, my aunt, she was over here talking about like, you know, um, spanking a kid, kids. And she was like, you got to spank kids and you know, you got to make them mine or whatever. And <clears throat> so I'm not going to get into that. But the thing is, my cousin, she's a police officer, like a chief deputy. I don't know what she's up there. And she was like, I used to be off for like gentle parenting. She's like, you can't gentle parent everyone. But she was like, now I'm starting to see the, the generation of kids who were not disciplined. And I'm starting to see them getting arrested. I'm starting to see the way they, they're acting. And I'm like, damn, is this generation, are we not teaching our kids, one, how to behave? Because when I grew up, kids were supposed to be seen and not heard. That's just, you know, and you were supposed to go to someone's house with a dish. You know, you were supposed to go to the, somebody's house with a dish. Anytime, if you go to a dinner party, you're supposed to go to that. If somebody, if somebody invites you and says, hey, I'm throwing a dinner party or I'm having dinner at my house, feel free to come. They're going to be like, well, what can I bring you? Of course, the host is going to say, oh, nothing. Don't bring me anything. But you better fucking bring a bottle of wine or something. Maybe people don't drink wine. Bring a juice. Bring a salad. Bring a dessert. You know what I'm saying? Go to fucking Costco. Go to the bakery section of um, what's your, Walmart, whoever. Get you some cupcakes. Maybe not cupcakes because that's not cute. But, you know, get you a little pie or something. And you never, even if it don't get eaten, it don't got to be expensive. You never walk in empty fucking handed. If somebody's opening their house to you, whether it's to spend the night, whether it is to invite you over and, and eat dinner with them, you never go place, you never walk into that house empty-handed. Now, I can see if this is your best friend and your best friend's like, girl, we're going to come over into the house and watch Netflix and order pizza. That's a different story. But if it's like, like a once, not a once-in-a-lifetime thing, but like a once every other, you know, a couple times a, a year where you go over someone's house, and they're opening up their home to you. That's what you're supposed to do. If somebody comes to... My sister came over um, last Thanksgiving to my apartment in New York. I woke up one day. Her ass was cleaning. I said, what are you doing, girl? She said, but she she was cleaning. And she, you know, we had the, the blow-up mattress. She would fold the blow-up mattress up, fold the sheets, fold the linens, put things away, put the furniture back together. Like, and... I didn't tell her to do that, but she knew that's what you're supposed to do. If I go to your house and I'm sitting in your house, living there rent-free or just staying there for a couple days between whatever, 
I'm going to make sure dinner is paid for. If we go to dinner, bitch, I'm paying for it. And, and you know what? I know the girls don't like to do stuff like that. Even if I'm not paying for it, at least I'm paying for my damn kids. You don't have kids. You don't have, you are single or, or not, well, you with your, your, your man. So it's just y'all two. You need to pay, for, the husband needs to pay for the wife and the two kids' dinner. What type of man sits up in a motherfucking, girl, I'm not getting into it. Because I'm going to hurt some people's feelings today. And I know I could feel it. I probably already have. Because what type of man does that? Men ain't supposed to do that. And I know we still like, oh, you know, equal this. And, you know, that's fine. Because, you know, I get it. Love that. But if you go out as a unit, if you are the head of the household, or maybe both y'all both heads of the household, y'all got to be paying for your own shit. And for Amanda to just lay up and have some lady pay for everybody, open up her house, and then have this lady, you, pay for dinner, girl, I would be heated. But I just feel like people ain't built the way they used to be. The people ain't like that. People on some weird, silly shit these days. But for a man to do some shit like that is weird. For a man to not be able to put his wife and his two kids in a hotel room is weird. It don't need to be a suite. It could just be a a, a two, what is it, a little two-bedroom? I mean, a two, two, you know when they got the hotel rooms with the two beds? Just get the two beds. Two for the kids and one for you and your wife. Instead of asking somebody to open up their house for you. Get out of here. And you got the, get out of here. Oh, men are getting on my nerves lately. Like, grow, like, be a fucking man. Girl. I don't know. All I can say is whoever's listening to this, rule of thumb, if you go over somebody's house and they open their house for you, bring something, bitch. It don't got to be much. It don't got to be expensive. It don't got to be a gift. Bring something. You have to bring something. And if you're staying at someone's house, now I can see if you, you know, you um, went over someone's house, you were drinking too much, you're like, bitch, let me stay over. That's a different story. But if you're like, bitch, I need to bring the, you know, pack a, a, a overnight bag and come to your house, you wake your ass up and you clean the dishes in the sink. You you make sure ain't nobody peeing on the ground. If it's you and all your damn kids and your whole family, you need to pay for the dinner. That's the least you can do. Ain't nobody asking you for a dime to stay in the house. And I'm sure people love to open up their homes to people and allow. That's beautiful. I love doing that myself. But you need to do, like, there has to be something. Let's say, like, you know, if somebody would come and visit me when I was in New York, they'd be like, okay, well... Let's go. I'll, I'll pay for dinner tonight. Fab, as you should. I'm thankful for it. I'm happy for it. But yeah, you should pay for dinner. Like, you're not paying for a hotel. I'm opening up my home to you. I'm paying the bills, bitch. You know, and it's not about like, oh, can I afford this or not? It's just, it's just a courtesy. Like, you make sure you do that. Like, even me, I was living with my parents as, earlier this year. I made sure... I would clean the house. I made sure my, my room 
was completely clean. The guest bathroom was always clean. The kitchen was clean. I made sure things was clean. If my mom was like, oh, you know, you know, sometimes I would just pay the whole bill for electricity and stuff. I'd be like, mm. she's like, no, you don't need to pay the whole thing. I would just do it. Not saying, oh, you need to be having a lot of money, but like you need to do something. If somebody's in it, that's my mama. And quiet as it's kept, the fact that they kicked me out when I was 17 years old, I feel like I don't need to pay them and give them shit to let me stay in that house. I should have all access and all range to that motherfucking house when I want to, how I want to. But off the of GP, that's my mama and my daddy. I'm going to make sure, all right, make sure it's clean. That's I'm going to make sure I give back. If something, let me help you fix that or whatever. You're supposed to do that. So this is this is some new weird shit. I hear this all the time with people, and I'm like, girl, mm-mm. Y'all gotta find a hotel. Sorry. Y'all can act do all that silly shit and pee on the ground with a hotel. Y'all ain't peeing on my ground and worried me sick, bitch. And I gotta be at work at 4:30 in the morning. Get out of here. Mm-mm. Because no matter how you slice and dice it, there is a certain level of you cannot be at ease when someone's in your home just because you are a host. So you kind of want to like be alert to like to their needs. You'd be like, okay, do you need this? Do you need that? Do you need that? You're kind of always in mode of entertaining almost. So the fact that like, bitch, I still got to go to work and you want me to bake these kids cookies. First off, y'all don't need no fucking sugar this late. Because all that sugar going to do is have y'all running around more like a Tasmanian devil and worrying up my motherfucking nerves and tearing up my floors. So no, y'all don't need no motherfucking. And what mother gives their child all that damn sugar late at night? Girl, I'm not getting into it because I'm really about to hurt some people's feelings on this podcast. I could feel it. I could really fucking feel it. Because I really want to know why you giving your child that much sugar at night. let me just stop while i'm ahead because i know we have mothers listening and i just you know i'm not there yet so i don't want y'all to be like bitch you're not even one of us and i get it 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 but i'm still trying to figure out why you're giving your child that much damn sugar that late at night i'm not getting into it because i'm not i'm not gonna do it I remember times I would ask my mom for, she'd be like, girl, no, not all this sugar this late. You First off, you need to be in bed. My mom, listen. <laughs> so there's so many, like, so there's so many extremes that like I used to hate as a kid, but I'm so glad I got a taste of it. Cause while I'm sure I won't be this extreme, but my mom would be like, the, the minute that sun go down, you better be in bed and asleep. It could be 6.30. <laughs> She's like, bitch, you better be in bed and then sleep. I remember things on UPN would come up, and she'd be like, bitch, you know, yo, like, I remember something came on at, like, 8 p.m. I was, I don't think I was, I, I think my bedtime for the longest was, like, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. And to me, it's, that seemed late back then, but, like, now I'm like, damn, it's so early. She'd be like, no, you ain't got no, you ain't got nothing else to do in this house. You ain't got no business being up. You need to go to bed. And you want to know what I would do? Take my black ass to bed and do what my mama told me to do. She said, there ain't, there ain't nothing else for you to be doing. You ain't got no business being up. Go. Go to bed. 
And I mean, my mom would be in bed herself at like 9.30. So it's not like too crazy. But yeah. But girl, 10 p.m. for some damn cookies? Get out of here. Girl, oh, to ask your question, you said, um, what made me want to change? Wait, what is it? Um, I don't know if I want them anymore. I know in the past you said you didn't want kids. I mean, I think I just kind of went back and forth with, I think because the idea that I may never be able to find a good situation to have kids, I was kind of trying to acclimate myself with, well, I'm done. Um, but that was never the case for me. I think I've, I've, I've always wanted to be a dad, but I think I was just kind of acclimating myself for the potential of not being a dad. Um, but I do. And I, you know, uh, girl, it, and it is very, it's, it's very wild because you will be around kids who are loud or like very not behaved well. And it is very scary because you're just like, damn, what if that's me? I was talking to um, little O's godmother and we were talking because she's a behavior, behavior, behavioralist or she does with behavior or whatever. And we were talking about like, you know, just like discipline and just things like that. And just like a reward factor. Like there's, she was explaining it so well. And I was like, oh my God, Crystal, I'm so glad that like I have you to talk to because I want to be able to have people I can navigate this with because I want to be firm and know that I can communicate with my child. But at the same time, I'm not going to have you rolling around on that motherfucking floor losing your motherfucking marbles. It's not going to happen. And it's going to take everything in Jericho to make sure I don't snatch you up. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's going to take everything but the patient of Job to make sure I don't snatch your little ass up off that ground and get you together. It's going to take a lot. But I'm like, I, I'm, I just want to be, I'm glad I have people around me who are well-equipped, you know, people who have well-behaved kids. Tia's two daughters are so well-behaved and so sweet. And every time I talk to her, she's like, okay, so this is how we talk about this. This is how you navigate this. Children are having a hard time explaining their emotions. Like, she just paints the picture. I'm glad I have those people around. So that makes me much more comfortable going into it. Because, bitch, I will, I'll be honest. I'll be watching people. I'm like, I don't know how the hell you ain't snatching that thing up. Mm-mm. Nope. And the way my the way my strength is, as small as I am, I'm like, Lord, please, I'm gonna end up in CPS. I'm gonna end up at CPS and knocking on my door and be like, why does your child have a cast on? I said I just grabbed him, didn't realize. So I'm just praying and hoping. I know honestly, I am praying. I'm like, Lord, please give me a good child. <laughs> Lord, please. Lord, please, because, mm, I just know I'm not there yet. I know I'm not that girl. I'm not, I'm not the um, sit, sit and time out. I'm a count to three. And I'm, I'm, I don't, I, I, I'm not there yet. I'm going to try to be there. I'm going to try to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to get there. I'm going to get there. But right now, I don't think I'm fully there yet. I'm not a, let's count to three. 
I'm, I don't think I'm a, do you want to go to timeout? It's going to be like, I'm going to tell it to you once. And if I snatch a little narrow ass behind, don't make me say it again. And I'm just hoping I'm, I have the patience to get to that. And I will. I'm going to pray about it. I'm, a pray, I'm honestly, all jokes aside, it's something I'm very much praying about because I don't want to be a menace. But at the same time, you ain't about to be rolling around on the ground, screaming and tearing up the stove. You ain't about to do that. And you ain't going to be running around my house tearing up my furniture and my shit either. Because CPS might be knocking on my door. And I'm going to be like, you can take them. You can take them right now. Anyways, um, <laughs> moving right along. So, yeah, we have a lot more listener letters. Um, we're at the two-hour mark. It is, damn, almost 7 p.m. And I was going to go to the gym. You know, I need to go to the gym. I really have to. I haven't been for like two weeks. I need to get back into the swing of things. I need to get into my routine now that I'm in a different area. I need to just get into my routine. So I need to force myself to go to the gym. I didn't do it yesterday. I'm going to do it today. Um, there's a lot fucking shit I just realized I have to do oh Jesus sometimes I think I'll be honest with you I'll just be very vulnerable like last week I got really scared I was like bitch how am I going to do this and now trust and believe it will be done if there's something a bitch like me can do I do I can I'm very confident and I can do anything I put my mind to. But I really was talking to my cousin. I said, you know what? Maybe I will definitely need a full-time nanny. Yeah. And maybe two. Who knows? But that just means I got to just work my ass off even more, bitch. But I was like, damn, this is... Because I was watching Nori last Thursday or last Friday. I, don't, I can't remember. And work and i knew what it is i know I, you know what another thing that really annoys me too when people be like are you sure when they you know, serena's never said this but other people they'd be like are you sure this is what you want yes bitch i know what i'm getting it like i'm not like a dummy i'm not thinking like this is not hard i'm not dumb but um but yeah like it is very taxing and lots of work not a, and i was like trying to read and sign the the order notes that people write. I was trying to do a little bit of work and it was like the minute I got, literally it would be like the minute I would put her down to go to bed or to, to she fell asleep in my arms. The minute I would put her down, I would go into my computer and the second my finger, one fingerprint touched my computer, there she go awake. I'm like, oh hell. And it was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Bitch, I barely got nothing done. I think I I think the whole like 10 hours of being with her, I probably out of 20 letters signed three. I mean, of course, I signed all of them and, and read them and wrote into all of them. But with her there for those 10 hours, three. I didn't do any like nothing. It was just feeding, warming up bottles, back and forth, walking her, you know, and also 
there was so much going on in the house that, you know, I would take her out into, there's like a little canyon area in the back that's actually super peaceful. And the minute I took her out there, she would just knock out. And then I would come back in and then just, it was just nonstop, which is fine. Um, But it definitely kind of was like a little jarring because I'm like, all right, well, here you are with no child, no man, no nothing, but these two cats, the cats don't do nothing. They ain't dogs. But here you are working from the moment your eyes open to the time your eyes go to bed. I was talking to Tia yesterday, late at night, because her and I are, you know, she has her job and she's working all hours of the night. And and then I commend her because she was like, I got to wake up at 6, 6 a.m. to be on East Coast time. And I was like, girl, what the fuck? How? How do you do this? Truly a Wonder Woman. But, you know, I was like, people always ask me, why are you, how, how are you working so much? How, you know, how do you work all, literally, t- you don't get in bed? I said, bitch, I finished cooking that, that damn pasta shit yesterday, which was bomb as fuck. And then the minute I was done, I said, you know, I did all the things I need to do, do a little bit of work. And then I took my little shower, did my skincare routine, got into my bed, and it was like 11.30, and I said, ooh, Jesus, thank you, Lord. I'm about to go watch some television and just relax. You know what I'm saying? Boom, email after email, back to back to back to back to back. That's just what it was. Could not find time. Today, I woke up, I said, bitch, I'm going to find time to go to the gym. More emails, calls, boom, 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 more shit. And I'm like, bitch, I don't think I'm biting off more than I can chew, but it is just kind of like, all right, if this is how you are from the moment your eyes open to the time you go to bed for 16 hours, because I do get eight hours of sleep. That's one thing I don't fuck around with. I might work my ass off from sunup to sundown, but bitch, I'm going to get my little eight hours of sleep. You will have my undivided attention throughout the whole day, but I'm getting my eight hours of sleep. So I'm like, you know, if this is how my life is now, how do I do things so that when I do become a father, I can now I can switch and do a different type of job, which, like I said earlier in the show, is all I've been doing lately. It's just been infrastructure, just working my ass off so that I'll still be working my ass off this time next year, but it will be a different type of job. It'll be raising my child. So I'm like, I can do it. I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of anything like that. I, You know what? I'm not afraid of anything. Nothing makes me scared. I don't. I don't. That's one thing about me. I don't think there's anything I think I can't do. I know that sounds really like big headed, like, oh, girl, relax. But I don't, I don't, I, I don't think there's anything I felt like. Now I can see like, well, bitch, learn the cello. I'm like, all right, girl, relax. Bitch, do be Dominique Dawes and do a summer somersault off a diving board. I don't know what, bitch, relax. Can't do that. But I just don't have that fear. Anything I want to do, I can do it. But yeah, I definitely, last week I said, okay. Make sure everything's set up. 
don't wait last minute for all these things. You're not going to have time to even fucking sign the, the letters. Figure these things out now before, you know, work gets backed up. Um, but yeah, I was like, I hit my cousin up. I said, yeah, maybe I will do the whole nanny route. Because she has a nanny. She had three, actually. And, um, yeah. And I know my mom's going to be here. She's going to live with me. But, you know, my mom, I don't want to say my mom's old, but, you know, she she is, she'll be 68 this year. So, no. Yeah. So she'll be 16, she'll be about to be 69 when just about the time maybe my son or daughter's born. So, you know, I mean, and then, you know, like, my cousin was like, well, you know, when you wait older, when you want to have children older, that you just got to realize the grandparents is older. And, you know, I, I, that, I just, I don't want to be like, I'm relying on my mom. It's like, no, let me just bite the bullet and also hire some help. Um, but yeah, so, but ain't nobody going to take care of your kid the way y- your mama is. The grandmama, the baby. So it ain't, it's, it's, I don't, I don't care what anybody say. Like, I get it. Like, I, I'm not one of those girls who's like anti-nanny. I'm not, I'm really not. I need you to help me do some things. Okay. I need you, if you're going to be a nanny, I need you to do other shit too. I need you to clean up. It's not just about taking care of the baby. I need you to clean up. I need you to wash them bottles. I need you to wash them sheets, them linens. I need you to like, you know, do shit. It's not just about taking care of the child. I need you to do the other things too. So that's the one thing. I'm not, I'm not, I need the help. But I think last week kind of really like, all right, yeah, I will need the help. Cause I was like, oh, I'll, I'll deal with it, you know, later on. I'm like, no, bitch, I might need help day one. <laughs> day one, bitch. Um, what else? What else? What else? I think, I don't even know what we're even talking about at this point. Um, oh, me needing to go to the gym and me just blabbering my mouth on this damn mic. But that's how busy I've been lately. I haven't even had the time to even work out. And both two gyms that I'm around that right now, both of them are open 24 hours. So I'm like, bitch, what is the, what is, what's the issue? Um, but yeah, moving right along. All right, so for final thoughts, I will say final thoughts. Um, um, hmm. You know what? I will, okay, so I would, I would say if you are a family person, spend time with your family. You know, like bend over backwards, spend time with your family. It was not surreal, but over the over this past weekend on Saturday when I went to my cousin's birthday, it was just like there's a picture of me and my cousin and I'm sitting on her lap. And then my other cousin who's going through IVF, she's literally sitting on her sister's lap and she's crying. So there's a picture of all four of us and we're cousins. And I'm like, I couldn't be more than three years old in this and just to kind of look back, I mean, look at that photo literally, and then we're all, you know, alive, but then also like 
people are getting older and like, I'm so blessed that my family's with me, but it's just like, damn, I'm glad that, you know what I'm saying? Like now I live about an hour away from everyone and I don't know. It's just like, take time to be with your family. And for my cousin who doesn't live in San Diego anymore, I know that that's hard for her to not be close to family anymore. And so if she has the ability to come and have two birthdays, an East Coast birthday and a West Coast one, of course I'm going to definitely make time. But I know it. it she said something after, um, at the end to some of us, and she was like, I'm just really thankful that you guys are here. Like, this is, we just have each other. And it's so important that, you know, Saint gets to know his cousins and stuff like that. So I know sometimes it could, you can be busy and be like, bitch, mm -mm, I don't want to drive an hour. And I think the last listener was like, oh, 20 minutes. And it's funny because when people would be like, oh, I'm, I'm driving. They live 15 minutes away. And it's like, girl, I don't mind driving. I don't. I, I'm, I'm not, I've never had a caused a big stink about driving. But I know some people do. And some people are like, oh, I don't want to drive that far. Oh, I don't want to do. Sometimes. And then it's like, oh, I don't want to get on a plane. Oh, I don't want to go visit. Sometimes you just need to do it. And you feel good afterwards. You feel better. It's it's something about grounding you. You feel, damn, this lady, stay walking. <laughs> There's this lady in my um, community. She, every time, honestly, I feel like I look up out this window and she's always walking. She getting her steps. She's staying her steps in. I'm like, ma'am, do you ever go in the house? She got her little jogging pants on and she just always with her little, her little iPod thing in and she just be walking and doing a little brisk run. She are a little brisk jog or walk. She, I never see this. I all every, I kid you not. If I look out this window every 10 times, she going to be out there every, every, for every 10 times I look out this window, she out there at least four or six times. Always. I'm like, lady, damn. Anyways, what was I saying? But yeah, it's like being around family and just taking that time. You're so, it's hard sometimes to kind of pull away. But it means so much to them. It, and it also means a lot to you because you kind of just get grounded. It just keeps you grounded. You know? Like, I really genuinely admire and love when you guys say, and it, it didn't click to me until maybe a few nights ago. It didn't, like, I would hear it, but I don't think I would really fully understand it. They were like, you are so down to earth. You are so whatever and i'm like well why wouldn't i be down there like i don't i mean thank you but i just didn't understand like well why wouldn't i like should i be not down there like i don't get it but i will say because i'm around my family i it just it brings me down to like this is little solomon this is saw this is i don't know how to put you know like it just you know, like, let's say if you are working at your job or whatever, and you are the supervisor for this department or whatever, everyone's looking at you a certain way. And maybe in your life, you have to be and be in those roles. But it's so nice to be around family who doesn't give a fuck about none of those things. And they're just like, they ground you, it humbles you, it brings you down to earth, it centers you to like, be like, bitch, this is what's important in life.
like that's that's where it like it makes because last week I was like bitch I'm tired I'm just been ran ragged but then when I'm around family I was like this it makes it all worthwhile you know Saint don't give a damn that he got a suit from Neiman Marcus he don't that boy want to play on that damn iPad you know he don't care what type of gift he he got and it's not it doesn't who cares about the money it's not but it's about like this is what it's about this is why you work hard this is why you grind so you can have great family moments that's why i think i'm i'm pushing so hard to like and maybe i need to stop pushing but i'm like i really really want to take my mom on a trip to thailand and just you know like that's i really want that but but yeah it, it's it's if i if i could say anything spend some time with family and if you can um or if not family then just people you're really close to people who you consider your family you know do that um because i think there's something about that that really grounds you and i think sometimes we need those little not reminders but just like little nudge to just get back in that pocket you know like on sunday i went over to omar's house and he's gone on a work trip for a month and you know like even that like you know we had like pozole and his mom cooked and we all sat outside all of us um came over but like <clears throat> bitch <laughs> I'm such an emotional lady lately but I'm not emotional about this but it's like I don't know I just thought that that was just a really nice thing like and I know he really like he really cares like, he has a hard way of showing his emotions but um I know he appreciated that like he was like you know people you know want to spend some time with me it's not like he dead bitch it's not like he's gone for out of you know on westpac or like gone to war or like gone on deployment the nigga's only gonna be gone for like a month you know but you know what i'm saying it's nice to be like well before you go let's spend some time together before you fly out tonight let's you know sit down and eat and there's something very comforting and just like i said grounding about doing that like putting your shit aside and be like let's just sit outside eat pozole shoot the shit and hug each other and then be done i don't know i just y'all know i'm a sentimental lady um but yeah aside from that feel free to go to sawraybeauty.com every um order of 80 dollars or more will get free shipping. Plus, right now, it is buy one collagen serum. Get the other one half off. Um, simply add both to cart, and yeah, it will be activated. So buy one, get one 50% off, only at sawraybeauty.com. Um, currently, everything, actually, no. Just about everything is in stock. The only thing that is out of stock is the face cream, which, girl, I played myself. 
Bitch, I'm so annoyed. That's really my beef this week. Uh, my beef is with myself. And honestly, y'all, a little bit. Because the face cream... So, I always... If I have... Let's just keep it you know, simple. If I have a thousand units of one product, I will only put like 900 and... 80 in stock and I'll leave 20 aside just in case something gets damaged in transit whatever I just kind of keep like 20 like sometimes 10 or 20 aside I really thought I did that with this face cream and I didn't bitch so here I was everybody you know it, on the website it said it was sold out I said oh okay because I know in the garage we got there's gonna be some more we did a full stock count with Serena and my brother was here and I was like they're like oh no we're out out I said oh well, whose order do I have to cancel? Because what am I going to do? <laughs> no, I swear. I did not cancel any order. In fact, there's two people's orders who ordered the face cream. And I guess sometimes like when people are ordering at the same time or so many people are on the website, the it rarely happens. But it only happens when there's a lot of people ordering the same thing at the same time and have things in their cart that the purchase will still go through. But the product will be already sold out, if that makes sense. So let's say if there's like five... Um, or no, let's just say that there's one more item left, but five people have it in their cart. They will, the five people who have it in their cart will be able to buy it, but only one of them gets it. So we have to cancel the other four other people, if that makes sense. So we had to do that with the face cream, but I'm so annoyed because I'm like, damn, bitch, what am I supposed to use? And it's really no shade. I'm not trying to big up my own shit, but it is now that I got the face brightening to even more brighter and it's really helping with like even out my skin like I'm not wearing makeup anymore for my skin to be this bright and glowing I'm like well what am I what am I what else am I gonna use now so now my ass gotta wait two and a half months for it to come back in stock but I bet you what I, I ain't gonna fuck around this next time I'm putting at least 20 of them bitches aside just for me yeah because now I'm just like what, what am I gonna do and I honestly, not even really trying to big it up, I do not want to buy somebody else's face cream. One, I don't want to spend the money. But two, it's not going to work the way mine works. I Mine works for me because I, I created it. I made my, I put the ingredients myself. I knew what I wanted and it works for my skin. So now I'm just like, bitch, now I got to work with somebody else's bullshit. I have like maybe an ounce left of this damn face cream. Serena says she got one that's unopened in her house. And I'm trying not to be that friend to be like, girl, give it to me. But I'm like, well, girl, you going to open it or not? Because, bitch, I need it. <laughs> All the progress I've made on my skin this summer, like, girl, if you ain't going to use it, give it to me. <laughs> but, yeah, so everything in the website is in stock besides the face cream. <sighs> the eye cream is um, now 3% niacinamide. So now the face cream, I mean, the eye cream is, it has even, it's even more potent and brightening up your eyes. So head on over to sawraybeauty.com to do that. Aside from that, bitch, I'm about to go to this gym and Lord, pr pray for me. Because right now I ain't got the energy. Lord knows I ain't got the energy. I want to go upstairs and lay in this bed for like 20 minutes. But I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to push forward <sighs> There's so much I gotta do today. 
oh, I'm going to go pop me an ibuprofen because my head is starting to hurt. Okay, well, enough about my trials and tribulations, bitch. You take care. You have a great, fabulous weekend. Take care of yourself and each other. Bye.